Okay, happy Tuesday. You are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And I got to tell you, what an exciting way to start my show with like jamming, like pregame going on. I mean, I was dancing around while I was trying to get ready. Um, my son heard a little bit of the music. He was like, Mom, I, I think I like that. Um, because uh, my guest tonight is DJ Simply Nice, and he thought it would be nice to play some music uh, before the show, which I thought was awesome. And then he played my intro that I always loved. So I was dancing around, but then he called me, and I couldn't hear it on my phone, so I missed the end of it. But uh, it is what it is. But happy Tuesday. And again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Real Talk with Karen Stacy. We are live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. We also can be heard on the TuneIn app, for those of you that need to be on the run right now, we are on Facebook Live in my uh, Karen Stacy page and uh, sharing is caring. So I want everybody to, well, you can't really say hello. I'll say hello for you. I want everybody to say hi to my friend Steve, DJ Simply Nice, who is on the radio station as well. He's on like 800 times a week. God bless him. And uh, so, you know, I'll let him tell you about all the shows and stuff because I can't remember when my show is, so I don't want to screw up anything. So, Steve, say hi to everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? How are you doing, Karen? How's everything? Yeah, you know, um, you know, hanging in there, hanging in there. It's Tuesday. Uh, you know, I was excited. I was listening to, you know, like I said, I was listening to the music, which was like really banging. And um, I was Thank like, you. I was getting into it. I was like, all right, I'm psyched. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm amped. And, you know, it's not always as easy when I don't have a guest, especially not physically with me, because, you know, I was saying last week, um that I had uh, tea with me. I don't know if you anybody caught the show last week, but we had a dating coach on, and um, I had uh, tea with me, which I had to have for the men. Like, we had to have some testosterone in the house because I've had guys tell me that my show is like a bitch fest. <laughs> so I try to make sure I have equal opportunity bitching on uh, both sides of the coin, whether they uh, are male or female. So I tried to even out the score. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of needed his energy last week because as you know, it's been a little bit of a rough time. And, um, you know, just having that energy kind of helps you to, you know, keep it going and, and you have great energy and it certainly reflects in your music. So, um, you. you know, I was, I was, you know, I was, I was pumping around and, you know, uh, um, enjoying myself. So that's uh, awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. So listen, um, <laughs> you know how I always start my show, right? And what do I always say? Who are you? So. You know, there are, I know, and everybody's like, I don't know if I know how to answer that question. And it, it really, if you think about it, it's a very interesting question, right? Because who are you, you know? And I think that at certain points in your life, you, you actually ask yourself that question often, right? Like, wait a minute, who am I? Um, so now let's see, for this evening and for the show, who are you, Steve? <laughs> uh, well, obviously, my real name is Steve. I... I've been DJ Simply Nice since 1989. 
try to say peace and love as well but I usually say like peace love and you know a little go fuck yourself because sometimes <laughs> people need a little bit of that going on in their life but yes I, I loved yours it was much nicer peace love and, and music um, you know but yes I think if there was more peace and love in the world it would be a better place no? Absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah I gotta have peace there's always gotta be peace everybody's gotta get along everybody's you know gotta I mean? have a peace <laughs> Yeah, right. So we need peace in this world, not just in this country, but in the entire world. We just have to have peace. Absolutely. Then, along with peace, you got to have love in your life. You know, I'm I'm very lucky. I have some a lot of loved ones, some family members, well, all my family members, and many of my close friends that I'm friends with since I'm a little kid. That that's true love right there. You know what I mean? So you got to have true love as well. Yeah. And then, of course, to, to the icing on the cake music yeah. you need good music because anybody having a bad day anybody down one thing that i could highly recommend that'll help you through your day is you throw on some good music that you, you enjoy and what better place than miami mike radio.com right Karen? you know it's funny i gotta say i you know when i talk to people obviously i don't have a hard time you know talking to people and you know i talk to people everywhere anywhere whatever right and um so, you know, they're like, well, like they, you know, of course they're like, well, what do you do or whatever? So I said, well, I have a talk show, you know, on the radio and they're like, mm-hmm. and then I tell them, you know, it's Miami Mike radio. And, and they're like, well, what is that? Like, how do you listen to it? So I said, well, you can go on the TuneIn app and you can search Miami Mike radio. You can listen to it through the app so that you can listen on the go um, or I said, um, you go on, you know, MiamiMikeRadio.com and you hit the play button. So they're like, so then I say to them, like they're by a computer or they're by their phone. I'm like, here, let me help you. And like, so we'll put in, you know, put it in and hit the play. And then once they start hearing the music, they're like, oh my God, I was in the tanning salon the other day and, and, and he was like, you gotta like this should be on serious like radio or something you know like he's like this is awesome you know nobody plays this kind of music anymore so it's just Mm -hmm. it always it feels so nice to hear that you know when somebody says that because i know so many of us are um you know like don't get me wrong there's a lot of great music and a lot of great genres of music but you know for those of us that are a little more you know old school we like what we like, you know, um, I'm 
going to be honest. I go out someplace where maybe it's younger or whatever. I, I hate the music. I just, I, I want to shoot myself in the head. So it's really <laughs> awesome to be able to have a group of talented DJs, you know, with the events and, and then every day something else. And, and, you know, it's, so it's a pretty, it's pretty awesome because it's right there at your fingertips. So, um, yeah. you know, I appreciate, like I said, you know, the, the music you played today, you know, up to the show was amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I Like you said, they're all different genres of music and, and, you know, the different eras that we've been through. Right. There's so much good music out there and you're not going to hear it all in one place. But I could guarantee every single one of you out there that you're going to hear more different genres of music on this station than you will anywhere else. My sets alone, as you know, Karen, I try to mix as many different genres together as I can. Yeah. Like this set tonight. Yes. I played Latin. I played some rock. Uh, yes. Yes. I played I, I, old house music. Wait. I, I just mix it up. You did. And and you, what what did you play? Hello, hello. Teen feels, smells like yeah, teen Nirvana. spirit, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So now, I yeah. don't know if you know this, but like, I'm like a, a rock head um stuffed in a freestyle like body like i love both so like you know it's just kind of funny so when you mix the two together i was like and i was actually putting on my shoes like to you know to get ready to you know come to my studio and i'm like oh he's oh okay i see now look what he's playing you know and i was like wow that's freaking Mm -hmm. awesome and that's hard to do too because some of those mixes stink you know, they don't work yeah. well. So it, that was yeah. hot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's my thing. I, I, my my motto has been since day one when I first started DJing uh-huh. to please everyone, not just to please. Yeah, good luck with that. Like just <laughs> one or two genres of music. Yeah. I like to please everybody. That's my thing. And I'm lucky. I'm blessed that I'm very good at reading crowds. Right. So like when I was working in the clubs back in the days and even private parties, you know, you could be playing the best music in the world, but you better make sure you know how to read that crowd and play Absolutely. the music that they want to hear, that they like. Absolutely. So again, I'm blessed. I got enough experience of doing this so many years that I'm pretty good at doing that. So it, it's kind of like, like a natural thing to me now where I'll just mix up, like I said before, all different genres of right, music. Right. And that's what people, one of the things that people love about me when I DJ, I get it almost every single day. They're like, Steve, I love when you play because... You don't just play freestyle or you don't just play house or whatever right. it is. They're like, you're constantly mixing it up with different genres. Yeah. And they always tell me that they love that. So I, I want to thank everybody for all that, uh, you know, those nice things that they Feedback. say to me each and every time I get a phone call from yeah. somebody complimenting my work, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also nice just to get that feedback, too, because you know what? We enjoy, Absolutely. you know, we, we are here to entertain you. And you, you said that a couple of times during your set for your entertainment, um, you know, pleasure. Always, yes. Right. And that's what yep. we're here for, right? We're we're all here yep. to Absolutely. entertain. So it's all about it. It's nice when you get that feedback where, you know, it's like, like, you know, I was, you could listen to the music for two hours and not even realize what time it is, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and that's pretty awesome. I've had people say to me, I've, I can't believe you kept my interest for a two hour show. So, you know, mm-hmm. we appreciate that feedback. And, and actually also, even if it's not, ne- we appreciate all feedback, right? Because maybe somebody might say, Absolutely. you know, I really like this show, but I don't know, like, do you really have to talk for two hours? You know, so, you know, and you mm-hmm. know, so you never know. Everybody has a different opinion. 
opinions. So some people, you, you know, like you said, you said you want to please everybody. I said, good luck with that because that ain't never going <laughs> to happen. But, you know, of <laughs> course, it's our intention to, to please everybody, yeah. but it's that's Absolutely. never going to happen. So, you know, that's when the yeah. peace, love and... <laughs> Go find yeah. yourself comes in, but no peace, love, and music. But anyway, yeah. let's talk more about you. So now you said you've been DJing since 1989. Is there anything? Yes. Do you? Is this all you do, or what else do you do? Um, well, I'm retired. Not many people know it, but I'm, I kind of held back from saying it all the time. Okay. But I was a police officer in New York City. Oh, okay. Years ago. Okay. Yeah, I re- I retired. Uh, back in 2004, so it's oh. kind of like a thing way in the past. Okay. So, you know, I, I've had different jobs here and there. I had my own painting company, obviously the DJing. Even uh-huh. when I was a police officer, I DJed nonstop my entire life since 1989, you know? Hmm. So I do some retail work, some part-time. Truthfully, I, I just do some side work here and there just to keep me busy. To tell you the truth. That's, listen, no, but I was, I always like to know, like, career, so career-wise, you were a police officer and then also a DJ, and then obviously you're a master of a lot, right? Because now you paint, you have this, so you, there's, is there anything you can't, yeah, is there anything you can't do? <laughs> I mean, I've done construction, I've done painting, like I said, I did have my own painting business. Okay. But that was, that was a lot of work, and... Like I said, I'm retired. I got used to being retired. Nice. You know, I did my time. You know, I worked my ass off. No doubt. Growing up, I was a custodian with the Board of Education up in New York. That's a hard job. um, The school was IS-192 in Drogs Neck. That was actually the school that I went to when I was a kid. And then years later, I actually got a job as uh, one of the custodians working in there. So I've done many different jobs during my lifetime. And that's why I say... You know what? I'm retired. I'm not forced to do nothing. Good I'm for you. good financially. So if I want to get a job just to keep me busy, something to do, make a few dollars, hey, whatever, you know, I'll give it a shot here and there, you know. Well, or you'll so just play on. For a little while. You'll play on Miami I'm Mike Radio like 800 times during the week. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, you know, obviously it, it shows um, in, you know, in all that you do. So, again, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And on the phone with me tonight is Steve, DJ Simply Nice. He is one of the MMR family. And, uh, you know, we... 
a couple of, when was it? A couple of weeks ago. Oh no. God, Jesus Christ. Like you just said, time goes by so fast, right? So I don't think it was a couple, it was probably a month ago. I did the show um, that I dedicated to my brother who passed away before Thanksgiving. And I had put out uh, a message to my MMR family and I said, I'm, I'm going to go live. Um, I want to dedicate the show to my brother. Actually, Miami Mike was the one that suggested it. And we mm-hmm. had a little real talk session for like the first hour. And then you guys all, we had everybody call in and everybody yes. um, shared, you know, their experiences, spoke about what the holidays meant to them um, and such. Yep. And when you came on the phone, you were extremely passionate um, about uh, loss and, um, you know, and life. So I don't, yes. do you want to share any anything with us? Well, I just, you know, like you, I'm very unfortunately, we're, we're both on the same boat. We lost some very close loved ones. You know, both my mother and my father passed away. My mom passed away uh, 13 years ago. My father died uh, last year. And, you know, it's rough. Yeah, and anybody who, who's lost a loved one knows how hard it is. Yeah. Especially losing your husband, like in your case your wife, your mother, your father, your kid. Oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's hard. It's rough. But you know what? Like I had told you, you got to stay strong, keep yourself busy, and do the things that you enjoy doing in life and it'll help you make it through it. You know? Right. Well, you know, I mean, it's not always easy to do that, I have to say. Um, I agree. It's not. But the more you do and the harder you try the better chances you have in succeeding in that. You right. know what I mean? Right. When my mother died, oh, Jesus, God, it, it was so hard. Yeah. So, so hard. So, you know, believe me, I'm not saying it's easy, but, you know, I, I always, my thing is just always try to keep busy and do things that, like, I know that she loved to do. My right. mother loved going to the beach. My mother loved going to Yankee games. I'm a diehard Yankee fan because my mother, not my father. Right. My father was busy working two, three jobs to raise his family of six. <laughs> my mother was the one taking us to the beach, to the Yankee games, Y Playland, <laughs> all of those places, you know, when we were growing up. One and, of uh, six, God, huh? One of six? So you're, you are, you're one of six? Well, no, I'm one of four, but, you know, I'm saying a family of six. Oh, you know, oh, oh, my mother, but still, my father. four is a lot, too. Jeez. Yeah, I got one brother, two sisters, uh, and, uh, you know, we're all very close. We're a very tight family, and number one in my life is my family, you yeah, know? As it should That's be. That's the most important important thing to me. Nothing comes before family. You now, know what I'm saying? You, you just mentioned you went to school in Throg's Neck, so are you a Bronx boy? Yeah, I was born and raised in Pelham Bay. Yep, that's oh. my hometown. Wow. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, I, when I was a kid, I went to the Greek school on Bruckner Boulevard. Do you know where that that one? Hmm. Wait. I. I. It's. Not, I mean, I don't know my way around like my block, so I'm really bad. But I, <laughs> <laughs> um. But well, I don't Greek recall. School. Where yeah, um, there's a Greek school on Bruckner, right across from Pelham Bay Park, on the opposite side of the highway. Oh, oh, okay. So there's a church there, the big Greek church, and they have a school. So I, that's where I went to elementary school. Okay. And I got older. I went. Uh, my mother and father transferred me over to IS 192 Junior High School. Okay. And from there, I went to Lehman. I graduated from Lehman High School. Okay. And I went to trade school. I went for air conditioning and refrigeration. I did that. 
I said jack of all trades. Yeah, I was going to say, there's one more thing you could do. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You go. My mother used to call me me handyman Steve. Whenever there was an issue, I would take care of it. Wow. (laughs) If I didn't know how to do it, I learned how to do it. Yeah, well, and that was before YouTube because now you could learn how to probably perform heart surgery just by watching YouTube. Anybody could do anything. Absolutely, I agree. Anybody could do anything. You got issues at your house. Oh, I don't know how to do that. Just type it in or go on YouTube, type it in, and you'll see how easy it is to do things. That'll save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, my my big thing is, what am I going to hire somebody to work for me that I can take care of myself in my house? You know what I mean? Of course, of course. Well, look, but if you, some people can and can't do certain things. Like, I just started, I'm like the worst um, I'm not good with my hands at all when it comes to like I'm not mechanically inclined at all. Like I, you know, I'll I'll break it, I'll, I'll it'll fall or whatever. And uh, you know, after my husband would just do all that stuff. Like I would go to do something, he's like, "What are you yeah. doing? Put that down." I, I I got that. So I never had to do it. So I never did. And now you know, my house was falling down, and I'm like, uh, "Hmm, okay. Well, uh, let's see." I had um, the wall and my, God bless my father-in-law, I probably was doing my show and my son taped uh, some like bullseye thing on the wall in the middle of my living room. And, you know, afterwards when I came back in, I go, are you kidding me right now with this? Like, we got to have this in the, you know, in my living room. Like, could you put it somewhere else? We don't need. So when I went to take it off, guess what came off when I took it off? The paint. Yeah. (laughs) So I had this big, huge paint thing missing in, in the room. And, you know, you try to, like, you kind of put a blind eye to certain things when you know you just don't have the capacity to fix it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just like, we, I, I did something over the summer and I, I had to fix something and I did it someplace where if I screwed it up, it wouldn't really matter. And I was like, you know what? I think I could get into this because I am creative. So I started doing all this stuff in my house that I ca- still can't like put a nail in a wall or use the, the screw, you know, the screw gun and all that stuff. But I like wallpapered half my house. Like I, <laughs> I reupholstered um, uh, an ottoman. I did all these things, and I'm like, holy shit! Like I had no idea how to do any of it. But like you, and I didn't even watch the videos because I'm not even that patient. I'm just like, yeah, I'll figure it out while I got something stuck to my uh-huh. head or whatever. But it is. true true like there are so many things now that if you have a little bit of an inclination of something you can learn how to do it but you know obviously you have to know how to hold you know the hammer or you know have the (laughs) screw gun or something in order to do those things you're not going to just you know do it but you don't want to hurt yourself right we don't (laughs) recommend this at home (laughs) yeah you know we don't recommend this at home no i yeah i'm kidding but yeah i mean it's pretty you know it is cool and it's amazing so now you can do you got air conditioning heating uh (laughs) painting um uh police officering uh djing 
And now we're still it's in the Bronx. Too, actually. And what? <laughs> and what? Roofing. Roofing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did some roofing jobs. Jeez, I, I wish you, you lived in New York. And I could probably think of more and more. Holy <laughs> shit. You would think I'm 80, 90 years old. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. But you know what? You you know, you know? It, it's you just put it all together. So, okay, so now... Yeah. You you went to for uh, air conditioning and heating. You graduated, and then mm-hmm. then what happened? Uh, well, when I was young, I, I was always told by my father. He says two things you got to do. He goes, number one, you know, I'm Greek, and he used to say it to my brother, my sisters, and myself. Yeah, one, two things you always have to remember. Number one, you must marry Greek. <laughs> it's okay though Lisa I love you and he loved you too once I told him he says who is this girl Lisa what nationality is she I said she's Italian he goes oh okay that's alright she's good she's good <laughs> hey <laughs> okay so besides you gotta date a Greek woman what else did we get there the other, the other thing was you, you got to get yourself a city job. My father had a city job. Yeah. He, 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 he was no millionaire, but just like he said to us, yep. get yourself a city job because, number one, it's a secure job. Yep. You get a paycheck every two weeks. Yep. In 20 years, you could retire. And, and, and also, you'll have full medical coverage, not just you, but your entire family, your entire lives. Yep. He said, so that's why it's so important. You're not going to be a millionaire, but you will live a comfortable life. Right. A years, 30, 40 years later, whatever, here I am now. I'm, I had a city job. I'm retired. I live in Florida, my dream place of living all the years growing up. You know, because we had family down here, a couple aunts and uncles, and we used to come down to visit all the time. And I remember saying to my mother always, Ma, let's move here. I want to live in Florida. I want to live in Florida. And she says, Steve, if that's what you really want to do, you work hard, and one day you are going to live in Florida. And here I am. Yeah, which is amazing. I'm sorry. I no, it's okay. I, I, you know, I took both of their advice. I took my mother's advice. I took my father's advice. And now I'm living a happy life down here in Florida where I always wanted to be. So when you know? did you, I mean, so did you, so wait, oh, but you, but at that point though, after school, that was when you become, uh, became a police officer and you were an, a, yeah. a New York police officer. So you were here for the duration then you didn't, when did you move yeah, to Florida? Absolutely. Um, I moved down to Florida five years ago oh, okay. when I first moved down here. Yeah, I, it's not long. I'm born and raised BX 100%, you know? People are like, to this day, five years I'm down here, and people are like, as soon as they hear the me talking, they're like, oh, you're, oh, you're from New York. The I'm accent. like, how could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You they're think? Like, you know, I could just tell from your accent. You think? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, some, it's something that'll never go away, you know? So anyway, so I'm here just five years now, and I love it. I'm in Deerfield Beach. It's beautiful. I'm walking distance to the beach. Nice. I've never been happier. And 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 to make things better than they could even possibly be is I hooked up with my soulmate down here. You know, Lisa Capitello. That's my baby. And as you know, we're engaged. Yes, we congratulations. Engaged. And we will be. Yeah, and we will be getting married this year in 2020. It's going to be a beautiful year, and that's I really awesome. look forward to a nice future. Not just a nice. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. Uh, future with her because she is an absolutely terrific human being she's so kind-hearted she'll give the stranger her shirt off her back i mean she's 
an incredible mother. She does have two kids. She's got a 20-year-old son and a 23-year-old daughter. Big shout-out to Danny and Elena. I love them. They're great people as well. She raised them right. They're really great. They're a great family, you know? That's beautiful. Connecting with her down here, I mean, I feel like I'm on top of the world. You know, I got what I always wanted, somebody that I truly love, that I truly trust, which is huge for me because... (laughs) Because you're from the Bronx. (laughs) Yeah, you know, exactly. (laughs) From the Bronx, you know, I was in relationships. My heart was broken and and got to the point so many times that I had trust issues with with girls, you know, to be honest, you know. Uh, Yeah, Um, hello. (laughs) So, yeah, so it took a long time, but finally Lisa came into my life. And like I said, I so truly love her and trust her with all of my heart. I mean, and I can't, I can't be happier I'm, I'm extremely happy being with her and our future together like i said life is good you know well that that's beautiful and it's also beautiful the way that you speak about her because unfortunately um i you don't hear so many um men or women you know praising their uh significant other um you know most people are actually like kind of quiet about it because they want to keep their options open so it's very (laughs) rare i'm serious it's very rare that you know you you know which is and and so i have like a couple of questions for you with the first question is how did you guys meet well believe it or not we connected down here but we're both from New York, we're both from the Bronx, we're both from Palm Bay. <laughs> we hooked up because of the That's fact funny. that, like, she, she's a couple years older than me, she's the same age as my older sister. Okay. So, turns out, she, believe it or not, I grew up on Mayhem Avenue, and she lived on Mayhem Avenue also, just the next block. She was friends with my sister, they went, they were in the same kindergarten class together, I look at the pictures with her, and we laugh hysterical, it's so cute how they were friends from kindergarten to the present day. And we were just friends on Facebook because, you know, your son By association. has a couple friends. You know, you just, you're right. curious. So you right. click, uh, add friend, add friend, whatever. Just right. Just your brother's friends or your right. sister's friends. Right. So we were friends on Facebook. And then one day out of the blue, I thought she was in a relationship. So that's why, you know, whatever. She unexpectedly one day sends me a private message just very nicely Hi, Steve, how you doing? I don't know if you remember me. Meanwhile, I truthfully, we, ne- we never said two words to each other, even though she was friends with my sister. Because, you know, when you're teenagers, when you're kids, like a two-year difference is, oh, my God, he, he, he's so much younger than right, me. I right, you know right, I mean? right. Now it's so, like it, no big deal. But, yeah, like it, then it yeah. was like huge, like, oh, my God. Yeah, like he's like him. Difference. Oh, yeah. my God. Ew, like he's a a freshman. Yes, he's a freshman. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. When when, when we're kids, that's, you know, just how it was. Yeah. So we never said two words to each other. I mean, like, I knew who she was. She was my sister's beautiful friend. That's who she was. um, But again, like I said, we never said two words to each other. So anyway. She sends me this private message, how you doing, how do you like Florida, I see you move to Deerfield Beach. And, you know, just a friendly, nice conversation, back and forth a few times. Then we exchanged numbers and we were talking, and one day I said to her, hey, how about, let, let's go for dinner one night or something. Because she was so cool and we really clicked right. so easily together, just from the phone conversations that we were having. Right. And then the night that I met her, we went met at this place in Boca Raton for dinner. 
this nice, nice Italian restaurant, Mario's. Uh, anyway, um, we met there for dinner, and honest to God, Karen, the best date, and I didn't even really look at it like a date. It was just like, you know, we were just getting together. Right. The best date I was ever on in my entire life. No offense to any girl I've been on dates with before. <laughs> when I, Later when for I you. Tell you. When I tell you the way we clicked, I mean, like, seriously, I guess, you know, we met down here, but obviously a lot has to do with the way we clicked so well because we're both from New York, but not just both from New York, we're both from the same neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We lived on the same street, just two blocks away from each other. Yeah. You know? Well, so, so, so much is so important. Like, so much of that is also because you guys, like, you know, how do I, how do I, you know, it, it's the morals and the, you know, everything is, is similar you know when you especially when you meet somebody later in life you know you can't be you know it's like okay and I'm gonna go here and I'm not gonna talk politics but I'm just gonna say you know it's like a, a Democrat and a Republican in this climate you know married you know like you know that there's gonna end up being like you know you can't because you're on two separate sides of you know the room so to speak so like I think that when you know, since you guys, the, the key is as we get older to find people that we, like you said, click with, mesh with, that have the same principles, that have the same morals, that have the same ethics so that, you know, yeah, I mean, and I you know, and so, and, and that also comes from where you come from. So, you know, mm -hmm. Bronx people are a certain way. And so it, it's from where it comes from. So the two of you was clicked because you both were raised in the same place, literally, yeah. I mean, a block away from each Correct. other. And the other thing that is a total bonus to this whole thing is that you know she's not a crazy axe murderer because you know her for like, you know, yeah. umpteen years because you knew her yeah. sister, your, your, she knew your sister. And, and yeah. so you know she came from a good family and you know she's not gonna try to, you know, like steal all your money and run away in the middle of the night so mm -hmm. you know yeah. it yeah. also makes it a lot easier like you said to trust somebody because you know nowadays yeah. you know we meet somebody that we don't know how do you trust them you mm -hmm. look at all these unsolved yeah. mysteries it's always the husband or the wife that killed the person mm -hmm. and buried them in the goddamn backyard and it's like uh <laughs> Okay, what's wrong with this picture? Till death do us part, I guess you wanted to break up. I mean, you know, how do you do that? So it's, you know, it's a beautiful thing that, that all of those things, you know, came together for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'm extremely lucky. Just the connection was there from day one. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and she, she, she's so, she's such a great human being. Like I was saying before, she's a phenomenal mother. There's nothing, I mean nothing, she would not do for her kids. Her kids are first, her kids are number one, and that's just how it is. She's like me, family number one. Right. And I, I truly love her family. Her mother lives down here, but she moved down here X amount of years ago before I did. Okay. Like, her whole family moved down. Uh -huh. Her father, God rest his soul, he moved down first, but then everybody came down behind him. You know, right. her mother's here, her uncles are here, her aunt, everybody. Unfortunately, her aunt passed away not that long ago. And, you know, that, that was a heartbreaker because, like I said, she was all about family just like me. So there's so many different things that, that we have in common. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. No, She's an awesome. incredible and, and absolutely incredible daughter. Anything her mother needs, she gets up and she runs. Right. And God bless her for that. Right. You know, her and her brother David 
I mean, like, you can't have a better relationship with a family member than, than they all have together. And I love that. You know what I mean? I really, truly love that. It's nice to see families together and, you know, and they have that tight connection and there's nothing that could separate them. You know what I mean? So I, I truly adore uh, her family. And again, I'm an extremely lucky man to have her in my life. God bless. Well, you you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. Yeah. And yeah. on the phone, yeah, yeah, on the phone, um, <laughs> you hear uh, my guest, DJ Simply Nice, who is a part of the MMR family. Um, he did a little pregame earlier today. We were dancing around to, it's too bad I can't have music in the background. <laughs> but I'd be so distracted because I'd be like wanting to dance around and not listen to people. Were you doing your video? Were you doing the video while I was playing? Because obviously I was too busy in the mix. So I, I just, I, really I, were... I started it um like i think just when at that point when you when you um put on my intro and i had it on at that point and then i I, you called me in the middle of it so i was listening to it on my phone so i I didn't hear Mm -hmm. you know i i I can't do three things i don't know how to do all that stuff i I don't know what i'm doing i know what you're saying Getting old ain't easy, man. Technologically challenged. My whole life, and I've always been good with technology and and the new things that they come out with. Now, they come out with all this stuff. I'm like, holy God, now I know what my father felt like when he used to, I don't know how to work a beeper. It's true. (laughs) That's why the VCR. What about the VCR that always had the thing flashing because nobody ever knew how to set the goddamn timer on the VCR. Remember that? No, nobody's timer was ever set on the VCR. And then God forbid yeah. you have one of those power surges or blackout. And now you got to redo everything in the house. Forget about it. It's like six days to figure out which, you know, how to fix the time and this, that, the microwave. It takes me like a day to figure out because you got to put in the month and then the year and then the time. And then I'm like, I want to heat up a fucking bagel. I mean, really? I went and I bought a new microwave last week, and first off, never mind all the features. Like I said, getting older ain't easy, man. <laughs> I have to get reading glasses. Hello. I can't read. I'm looking at the thing right now. I can't see the fucking, I can't see the buttons of yep. the name. <laughs> and it's like, I put my reading glasses on, and then it's like, okay, so what is that supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I they laugh at me because I take my glasses off to see now, right? So now I'm like, so now if, if people are, are commenting on the feed, I literally I'm take my glasses off. I put my glasses on. I tell you it all the time. There's a friend of mine that, that watched the show and she was like, listen, I work for an ophthalmologist. If you ever need a good eyeglass person, and I'm like, I started laughing. She's like, I know you can never see on your show. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then like the writing on my cell phone is like, you could read it from the next block over. I think, you know, like my son could sit on the couch and still read like all of my text messages because it's in like you know bold and huge um but yeah Uh these are the troubles of um you know aging right besides the fact that everything starts falling down on you (laughs) your eyes start to not work and everything else so did you get the microwave working or what happened yeah as long as i put my reading glasses on when i try to use it oh okay (laughs) 
Well, be lucky those work. I mean, I, like I said, I don't even know what to do. I on, off, whatever. I it, It's, you're just like, all right, whatever. Sometimes it's better off, I think, that you don't see too much. <laughs> yeah, I just like to stick with what I have, and I don't want no updates. I don't want to know nothing about nothing new coming out. <laughs> it is. It's so like, confusing. My DJ equipment, it's, it's so, it works so good. It, it's perfect. And then I hear these other DJs, oh, but I just got this control. Yep. It's brand new. Yep. Blah, blah. And I just got that control. It's brand new. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with this. <laughs> that I got. It's got all the features I need. It works totally fine. I got no problems with the thing. I don't need to be buying these updated gadgets that it's going to take me months to figure out how to work. Yeah, I know. And it is it is very true. I mean, it's just like when you, like you, you're driving someplace and they say go the way you know because if, if, there may be a shorter route, but if you go the way you know, you know you're going to get there. If you go the other route, you might get lost mm-hmm. even I mm-hmm. have the ability to get lost even with the GPS <laughs> that's how good I am okay my Waze is yelling at me everything's yelling I'm going in the wrong way this freaking I don't know if they have them in New York but they have these roundabouts I mean I don't know if they have them in Florida but New York is filled with roundabouts now and I hate these goddamn things because when they tell you take the first exit or the second exit you never know which one is constitutes the first because the first one could be just like a right turn and then you have the roundabout and I get I go in circles until I figure out and then I'll do one I do one and then it'll go Root recalculation. I'm like, God damn it. So then I got to go back around the circle again. And I'm going, and usually if my son is with me, he's like, mom, just listen. Okay. Over here. Now he's 10. (laughs) He's like, mom, you got to go that way. I can't, I can't even do it with the GPS. So, I mean, you know, anybody that has ever traveled with me in the car knows never, ever to listen to me. Even when I'm doing the GPS, if I'm physically reading it to you, I'm probably screwing it up too. So, <laughs> I'm bad. I hate when I'm using the Google Maps and you know when you're on the highway and it tells you to get off an exit and you're like, why the heck is it telling me to get to get off this exit? I still got another 10 more miles I got to go. So you're like, well, let me do what the thing's telling me right. to do. Sometimes it tells you to get off the friggin' highway and then it puts you right back on, on the highway. It. Yeah. I'm like, Sometimes they do that though because of traffic. They do that for traffic sometimes, like to avoid. There might have been a traffic thing or whatever. But yes, I have. You you don't even have to be on Google Maps. They tracking everything on every single one of us. You take your phone. You ever talking on uh, talking about something and you have your phone nearby? Now you don't have nothing. You're not allowed to go into anything. But you just you, your phone is turned on, right? And you have conversation. You know how many times this has happened to me where I'm talking to somebody about something, and then the next time, let's just say, I go on Google or I go on Facebook or anything. All of a sudden, these ads come up with something in regards to what I was just talking about. You're the second person that so, said that. I I don't know. I have to pay nah, better attention. I don't recall that. Wow. Anybody else? I'm sure there's many people that it's happened to as well. I mean, my friends have said it too. Huh. They listen to every single thing that's going on, and I won't be surprised if they actually watch us from our own cameras on our phones. Huh. You know, there's no, no such thing as privacy anymore. That huh. doesn't exist in this country. Huh. There's no such thing. I don't know about up in New York, but down here in Florida, there's cameras everywhere. Every intersection, there's, there's four cameras going in each direction. Huh. 
it's fixed. There's, there's no privacy. It kind of sucks, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Don't you miss the good old days before there were cameras every place, before the cell phones, where everybody was just out having a good time and it wasn't a matter of looking at your phone to see your emails, to look at Facebook, to look at Instagram, and all these other things. Listen. Life was good back then. We didn't need all this. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I say it all the time. I'm like, thank God that they didn't have, you know, all that. I mean, we, <laughs> funny story. I don't know if anybody wants to hear it, but um, one of my, my best friends lived in Florida and she's gone as well. And um, we, she was I'm crazy. Sorry. Thank you. So she was crazy. And I remember we went to um, a club in Miami and this was when we used to do the, remember the disposable cameras? Right? Yeah. Remember those? The disposable cameras, right? Of course. That had everything in it. So I was famous for the disposable cameras, you know, so we would we could take pictures or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're obviously, you know, drunk. And I, you know, had to go pee. I mean, nah, she's, you? I know. Could you imagine? So we're in the stall and, um, you know, I had to pee. So I had this belly chain that I used to wear all the time. So all of a sudden I get the role developed and I see like, <laughs> a, a, like a, I see my, my, the belly, like I see a gold chain and then I see like skin, but you, you know, not like physically like a, you know, the body part, but just like skin. And I look at it again. I go, are you kidding me? She fucking took a picture of me while I was gone. But like now, I mean, you could really like, you don't know, people suck. So, you know, you could be whatever. You could be thrown up on the side of the thing or, you know, whatever. Or, 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 you know, how many times you walk out, you got, you know, toilet paper on your shoe. You know, you got these things and now everybody Mm -hmm. could just like, and not to mention the fact that what about if maybe you didn't want everybody to know you were someplace? Mm-hmm. Okay, you see well, pictures posted everywhere now. Luck. Yeah, you see pictures posted everywhere right now, and like you could just enlarge the picture, and you're like, oh, so and so was there. Oh, I see this one. Oh, who's that girl he was with? You could see it all, and you know, it's like there's no. So if you're like you just said, you got the cameras on all the intersections. So at this point, if you're up to no good and you're doing something wrong, odds are that you're gonna get caught. So I mean, in yeah. one respect, it's a good thing because. God willing, maybe it will prevent more, you know, prevent crimes or whatever, because maybe people will be concerned that they will get caught. Although if you live in New York now and you commit a crime, you know, they just tell you, okay, have a good day. Uh, you know, yeah, they give you a slap on the wrist and then, and yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I said I wasn't going to go political, so I'm not going to go political, but yes, that is the craziest shit in the world. You know, if there's Mm -hmm. no penalty for your actions, People are going to do it. That's why that Super Nanny show is so popular because parents that lose control over their children and have five-year-olds beating them up, um, you know, that happens because there's no consequences for that child's actions. So if you rob somebody's house, if you, you know, hit and run somebody, um, you know, there should be consequences for your actions. So now we have cameras everywhere to capture that. But now, even though you're caught red-handed, 
bye-bye. Have a nice day. We, we're sorry yeah. we bothered you and arrested you, but, you know, have a great day. We'll, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we'll see you when, when you yeah, come they, back to court. Things have gotten so bad. They really have. They've gotten so bad. Back years, years, years ago when I was a cop, there was one time, this is going from back then. Yeah. So it's been happening a long time, but it's definitely gotten even worse in, in, in this time of, 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 of age. And... There'd be like, you know, how many times if I if I arrested somebody and you know you got to run their, their their history, their rap sheet, and all. There was one time I remember this one guy. I locked him up, and this guy had pages. I mean, pages and pages and pages long of how many times he, he got arrested. This guy, and I'm like, how is he a free man? Yeah. Every single time he get, he got arrested, there was resisting arrest. Every single time he got arrested, there was assault on a police officer. Nice. He was just a career criminal, this right. guy. Right. And he was free. They, they bring him in, and, and the next day he got out. And he can continue doing everything that he was doing, you know? Yep. It, it's a shame. It's just an absolute shame that the, the, the rules that they should be following, the politicians themselves aren't following, so what do they give a shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's horrible. It's, it really is. It, it's insane. And and this new bill that was just passed here in New York, you know, in January is just um, beyond words. Um, you know, it, it's... Yeah, cr- I've seen it. I've seen it on the internet. It, it's, it, it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's, and then they wonder why, why crime is so bad. Look right. these younger people that are hanging around the, the wrong crowd. They're hanging around the wrong locations. They see all of this. They know they could do it and they'll get away with it. So why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it's true. I, I mean, mean, it's terrible. In one regard, you know, it it, it's, it it invades your privacy, right? Like what we were just talking about. If you're out yeah. and you're doing whatever, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, you want to be low key. I mean, think about like these poor superstars, right? That maybe they want to just go get a cup of coffee and, you know, they don't <laughs> have a full face of makeup on or they're not done up. Yeah. And, and one of the Pavarazzi yeah. gets a picture of them and they look like, yeah. you know, someone shit on their face, you know? I mean, so now, yeah. you know, 800 people have have to post this picture where you know uh miss popularity looks like crap so you know sometimes you just want to be under the radar um and and nobody not that nobody i mean i'm sure some people are going to be respectful of people's privacy but you know eight times out of the ten not so much and it's just so accessible right now so you know i mean you could be anywhere you could be out and there's somebody eating dinner you could take a picture of them eating dinner because you can because your phone is right there and no one knows what you're doing because you could just be holding the phone up because you're on it they don't know you're taking a picture you know so it's crazy mm-hmm. and now you know I, you mean, I i seen one time time and i think one time i was out and this guy was taking a picture of somebody and he was he was a friend of a friend and i said to my friend does he know that person why is he taking a picture of him right he goes oh well he's got that thing on his phone where it has the face recognition i was like what the hell are you talking about right. he says you could take a picture of a person and if their whatever their information is on one of these uh, social media sites and they have their picture on it it'll actually recognize it and it'll tell you everything about the person what? At least everything that the person has available on their social media thing. That's why you gotta be really careful, man. Huh. You'd be surprised the shit that that I mean, people could find out about you. I know. Just from taking your picture, that's insane. Wait, they you get know? your they name. They don't know your name. They don't know nothing about you. Yeah. They take your picture. 
Yeah, but and, and, and it, it'll tell them everything. But now, thanks to Google Maps, it it, it gives them directions to your house. <laughs> okay, oh, here, yeah. axe murderer. Yeah. This is where she lives. Yeah, uh, really. You know, yeah, and and great. there you go. No, it's it's true. I mean, you ever really want to get like you want to like shoot yourself? You Google like your name or something. Forget about it. It's like. And they yeah. know your your next of kin. They know like from your freaking grandparents down the lineage. It is it's insane how everybody can get whatever information. I I know about the face recognition, yeah. but I didn't know that it like would go to that degree. I thought that like yeah, it was I, it's, it's sick. It's really crazy. I could not believe it. He showed it to me. I, and one, again, one of those new technology things, apps, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I don't even want to know about it. I, I'm not taking pictures of nobody to find out who they are. If I think I might know, I'm going to go over to them and hey, how you doing? Do I know you from somewhere? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But no, I mean, uh, it, it is. It's, it's crazy. And that's why you have to be very cautious. I mean, so many of my ladies that are following and listening right now, you know, I mean, we've talked about on the show, you know, how, you know, you the, these, you know, beautiful women end up with, uh, you know, full inboxes and dick pics and, you know, everything else that goes along with it. So, you know, you really do have to be careful because all it takes is one cuckoo bird and, you know, hello, you know, um, and, and it, it's scary. So, you know, yep. and hey, that is real talk. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why the real deal about yourself, you don't want to be so openly about it on the Internet and the social media websites and all on Facebook, on Instagram. Yep. I won't even put my last name on there. Never yeah. mind getting too personal, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's... Sometimes, sometimes I'll catch myself and I'll look back at some posts and I'll be like, what the hell? Why did I put that up? You know, I, yeah. I just try to keep away from putting up things that are just a little too personal for people to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's so, certainly, uh, you know, good <laughs> advice. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com. And on the phone with me is Steve, DJ Simply Nice. And we are getting to know him a little bit because he's on our radio station. And I have tried to get... Most of our, I mean, I've had a couple of people on, um, you know, a, a lot of our fans and listeners have expressed that, you know, they they enjoyed when I had some of the DJs on, you know, learning more about them. Um, yes. And, you know, so I was trying to do that with as many DJs as I could with the station, but it hasn't worked out where I've gotten everybody on yet. So um, I'm glad. I mean, when you called in that day, we just had, a, I, I loved your energy and, and we had like a great conversation. And I was like, you know what? And I think we mentioned that. And I said, you know, you would be a great guest. And so... You know, I was thinking about you and I'm like, you know what? We got to we got to make this happen. And then I got like two for the price of one. Actually, our listeners got two for the price of one because you were, you know, pre-gaming and and mixing live for the first hour from seven to eight before we started the show. So, you know, well, you, I, I can't take credit for that. You got to take the credit because you're the one who came up with the idea. And I think it was an awesome idea. And, you know, I sometimes, you know, even though I'm a retired man, sometimes I'm a little busy with my schedule. But let me tell you something, Karen, I'm honored, first of all, to be on your show. 
And I'm also extremely honored that you asked me if I wanted to do a pregame show for you. So anytime you would like to get some nice dance music going before your show and get everybody all into it, Hey, give me a ring. I'd be more than happy to, well, uh, to entertain. <laughs> funny you might say that because I was thinking about that. I'm like, I kind of like this. And I know, and first of all, thank you. And second of all, I think it's a great idea. And um, next week, I think you and I already discussed that you're definitely going to, um, you're going to do pregame next week because I have my my sister from another mister, uh, Miss Lisa Lisa. Um, yes. And yes. so you're yes. going to do. Shout out to Lisa Lisa. Yes. And That's tomorrow awesome. is Lisa Lisa's birthday. So. Happy uh, birthday, Lisa Lisa. Yes. It's, tomorrow <laughs> is her birthday. Oh. So we're going to, she's really great. She, she is. And, and it'll be, um, it, it should be a fun show because if you, um, if you never personally met her or spoke to her, Lisa is an entity into of herself. She is just, mm -hmm. I love her to death and she's as real as they come. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, so I hope next week you're going to do like a free, little freestyle, little something, something before the show. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds you? like a great idea. I could do a nice hour of freestyle and you know what? We'll dedicate it to Lisa Lisa since she is going to be a special guest next week. Yes. How's we'll, that? We'll I'll to remind her. everybody how talented she how talented she was and still is to this day. She's a phenomenal artist, and I, I bow down to her and the history that she has in this industry. Yeah, I really do. And let me tell you something: she's still going strong. So that's yeah, absolutely that's what I'm saying. What she had and she still has. And, so God bless her. And she can sing. Those. So, I mean, yep. I could just tell you that, you know, a lot of times, and I'm not saying that people can't sing, probably a lot of the freestyle people, you know, are, are all singers, all old school people, you know, can sing. But a lot of times people mm -hmm. can't really sing and they're singing through a synthesized, you know, I mean, I don't have to tell uh -huh. you, you could put the yeah. mic and make that mic sound like my voice actually sounds good on it. So, you know, you uh, could... By the way, your voice sounded really good on that intro. I actually liked it. Oh. And like I told you, you got you got to give me a recording of yourself talking, put something together and give it to me. And I promise you, I will make some sick ass remix. Karen <laughs> Sounds good. Well, yes, but I'm just saying I, I was I appreciate that. But I was saying that, you know, I, I would listen to her, you know, trying to put yeah. songs together and she would just sing acapella, um, you know, right right there. You know, like she would just like mm -hmm. we'd be at the, the, the kitchen table and she'd just start singing. So, you know, yeah. it, it's amazing. I was I always wish that I could sing like I tried because I think it's just such an awesome thing to be able to do. Like, what better? I mean, you're a DJ, so you can dedicate a song to someone and, and you know, and, and give it. But as, like, a regular pedestrian, like, it, you can't do that. So, you know, it's so, um, I think it's just so awesome to be able to sing because what better tribute to, to somebody than to sing to them, right? Or to play music for them. So I just think that's pretty cool. But yeah, so you heard it here. He's going to do, Steve is going to do um, uh, a little freestyle something, something before the show next week. You're yeah, in. make sure you tune in. Like she said, 
Lisa Lisa is going to be on Real Talk with Karen Stacy next week, 8 o'clock, and we will most likely do a pregame show just like we did tonight beginning at 7 o'clock with myself in the mix, 100% live as always. This is what I love, baby. We're family, and I'm extremely honored and thankful that Mike put me on this station because I love every single one of you guys, and it's a, it's a blessing to be a part of this station. You know, and I'm extremely happy and thankful for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just a lot of talent, um, you know, all the way around. um, And, and, you know, look, I I have fun, too. It's it's great to be able to, um, you know, you guys get to bring the music and take people back into a journey in time. Um, you know, I go in deep sometimes and I know that I, I see the comments. I don't always get a chance to respond to everybody, but, um, you know, I see people will say, oh, I just had a therapy session or this was my therapy session, you know, or I'll get messages Mm -hmm. afterwards. Thank you so much. I really needed, you know, to hear that or, you know, and I, and like, like you, you know, you play all different genres during your show. You know, I try to change it up a lot, too. I always kind of make light of things a little bit, but and I joke around because sometimes I can be too intense. But you know what? So I think real talk is really important because so many people don't keep it real. And maybe I don't, maybe I shouldn't, well, probably I shouldn't say a lot of things that I say, but you know what? Fuck it. I say what people are thinking and just don't feel either don't have the balls to say it, don't think it's appropriate, um, you know, it's not politically correct, I, you know, whatever it is. And so, you know, I've said it before. I say stuff that everybody's thinking, but you probably shouldn't say. So like something happened, when something happened a, a month or two ago, and my father was like, well, you were right with what you said. You probably just shouldn't have said it. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, we knew we knew I was going to do that, but and I do. I try really hard not to say certain things or to say it differently. Um, but sometimes you just got to say it. And even though hate is going to hate, you know, sometimes people just need to hear certain things, right? Sometimes, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you just got to put it out there because guess well, what? That's what your show is all about, and that's why you have the name that you have. Real talk with Karen Stacy. You keep it real. Whatever it is, you come out and you say it. And if people can't handle that, then they're, they're listening to the wrong show. And I think they're crazy if that's the case. Because it's nice to listen to a show and to a person that's just going to be real. I like it when people are real. They're not putting on an act. They're not, put, they're not a fake and, and, you know, and all that kind of crap. You know? They keep it real. They, talk, they speak their mind and they talk facts. They talk, talk the truth. You know, so, hey, God bless, man. It's a great show. I love it. And as long as I'm able to, I'm tuned in every single week. Even if I'm not on the feed, I'm tuned in. I can't always stay on Facebook. A lot of times I I let the DJs know, you know, even though I'm not on on the feed, I'm listening to your shows. You know what I mean? I always do. I try my best to. But, you know, I'm not one of these people that I'm able to walk around with my phone and Facebook on all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I got the headphones, the music on, and I'm good. And I can handle everything else around me like right. that. But, you know, I just can't always be on the feed. So I apologize to all the DJs and the people who post things. When I don't comment, I, please know that I'm still always with you and I'm tuned in. And Absolutely. enjoying everybody's show. Like you said, we're blessed. Mike is blessed. 
He's got some phenomenal, phenomenal DJs on this show. I mean, every single one of them. There's not a single DJ that I could say, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Every single DJ is a phenomenal DJ, and I'm extremely happy, proud, and honored to be part of this family, like I said before. Speaking you know, of which... It's so much fun, it really is. And we, I always try to keep it real, too. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't have a talk show, but... You know, I'm not putting on no act here. When I'm in the middle of doing my mixes and having fun, I'm not acting that out. I'm in my place right here. I am having such a good time that all the energy that you're getting from me is real. You know, like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And speaking of which, we have to do a birthday uh, shout out to Hamilton Czar because uh, absolutely tonight, today is his birthday, and and of course Hanny as yes. well, one of our Miami yes. Mike. Uh, yeah, I think they're all actually out tonight, which is probably why they're not on the feed. But you know, happy birthday uh -huh. anyway. You should be listening while you're out partying. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big shout out to the two of them, like you said, Hamilton's off and the Mayhem Loyalists in the radio show every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Happy birthday, Hamilton. Big shout-out to Maymay, too. Maymay's great. She shows me so much support. I always do the same for her and Hamilton, but we're really tight like that, and they're two great people. So big shout-out to the both of them, the Wonder Twins, every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Hey, you listen. Know? And, and Annie, too. When I met Annie, the nicest guy in the world, two things I picked up instantly from him. Number one, he was the nicest guy in the world. Number two... My man, just God bless him, knows how to have fun. Yeah, he, he knows, knows how to party, is, that's for oh, sure. Oh, you said something stupid, or oh, you did something. He's just having fun. Yeah, no and doubt. He Wait, give a crap Steve. about what anybody says or anybody thinks, and God bless him for Absolutely. That, Steve, know? I got to interrupt you for a second because I see Miss Lisa Lisa has joined in. So we have to do a another shout out, Lisa, if you're still tuned in at the moment. We want to wish you a happy, happy birthday tomorrow. And yes. um, DJ Simply Nice is going to do a freestyle set for us next Tuesday before our show. So, Which um, will be dedicated to you, Lisa Lisa. Yes, uh, for your birthday. It's her birthday. <laughs> and yeah. actually, too, um, I wanted to say Hamilton is going to be DJing. I have, um, I'm doing a celebration of life for my brother on Saturday night. And uh, it's going to be at Noma. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be at Noma Social in, in New Rochelle. And okay. um, so Hamilton is going to be DJing. We're going to do, the best way I could describe it is almost like an 80s flashback type of thing um, because I'm dedicating nice. all cool. of the music to what my brother, yeah. the genres, like he was a, huge Prince fan, uh, you know, Michael gotcha. Jackson, you know, that type mm -hmm. of um, genre. Yeah, from and, that era, gotcha. Yes, and actually we will also be celebrating Miss Lisa Lisa's birthday as well, so. Um, oh, that's awesome. I wish I could be there with you guys. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Anybody up in New York in the area, that's where you want to be. So make sure you join Karen Spacey and Hamilton, and you will have a great time. That's yeah, for sure. It's, a pocket. it's definitely um, going to be, uh, it's bittersweet, obviously. Um, you know, there were no services done 
So I wanted to, um, you know, do something in honor for my brother and also to um, celebrate his life because I think that yeah. that's what um, that's what he would want. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bittersweet, like I said. So if anybody is around and wants to come and give me a hug, uh, it will definitely um, be helpful. It's going to be at Noma Social. We're going to be, um, which is in the Radisson Hotel, and I, I we're okay. going to be there pretty much like 7 o'clock on, um, so if anybody's around, uh, you know, it would be great for you guys to come, and yes, we are going to celebrate Miss Lisa's birthday. I don't know if she's still on or not, and I didn't mean to interrupt you while you were talking about Hanny, but I wanted to catch her. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Before she... Yeah, no, it's all right. I know she hadn't been feeling great, so I wanted to say, uh, you know, I wanted to get that in so she knew. I got to make sure I call her tomorrow, too, because I forget everything after a while. Thank God. That's the one good thing about the phones is it reminds us of everything we're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Is she gonna be with you in your is she gonna be with you in your studio next week or is it gonna be a phone uh interview like like we're doing? Uh it's gonna be probably um a phone, um, because she it, she's still recuperating. Uh she had you know, she's she's been uh you know, going through some stuff, so it's probably gonna be easier uh for her. Okay. Um right, with the okay. phone call, yeah. As far as I yeah. as far as it's I know. It's still gonna be a great show. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. It definitely should be interesting. Like I said, ain't nobody more real than between the two of us. Forget about it. And if you think that oh, I'm, if you think I'm a bit, um, what's the right word to use? Um, hmm. I can't even. Uh, well, if you think I'm a bit uh, crude, would that be the right thing to say? Maybe. Uh, you know, a bit much. Well, she's. Um, She's the best, so it'll be, it'll be fun. Good, I can't wait. I'll definitely be tuned in right after my pregame show. For yes, sure. thank you. I cannot wait. That's going to be an awesome show next week. So now, I look forward to it. I got me too, definitely. I got a question for you, though. So now, sure. you, what do you like to do for fun besides DJ on Miami Mike Radio? <laughs> okay, well, besides for that, because that is number one. Music is my passion, nothing comes before music when it comes to things I enjoy doing in life. Outside of that, like I said, I'm walking distance to the beach. I absolutely love going to the beach. And one of the greatest things about living down here is I, I go to the beach almost every single day if I want to. You know what I mean? So I'm a big time beach goer, just like back in the days, taking the ride. It's a, what, a, what a difference. Used to do the 45, 15 minute drive all the way out to Jones Beach in Long Island. And now I could, you know, just grab my keys and take a walk to Deerfield Beach. <laughs> That's crazy. And then not only did you drive, not only did you drive for the hour to get there, but then it took you like another, you know, half hour to walk to the freaking whichever uh, 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 section. Yeah, right? I remember, it was a hike. With, right? the, with, with, the, with, yeah, with all the stuff that you're schlepping with you. Yeah, from the bar, especially if you're in the West End section. Yep. <laughs> yep. You have to walk two miles to get to the water. <laughs> Exactly, and then you had the chairs and the cooler and the uh, radio because we all used to have a boombox at that point, right? Because we didn't have like phones always, and stuff to play music, always. so you had the boombox, yeah. you had whatever, and then you had to go to whatever section they let you play your radio, right? Because then everybody let yeah. you play your radio. Speaking, speaking of boomboxes and the beach, I want to give a big shout out to a very, very, very good friend of mine, Mike Maletta. 
who's now one of the DJs on MiamiMicRadio.com. Yeah. He, he plays, uh, like me, numerous times in a week. He just jumps on. He's a phenomenal DJ. He's a phenomenal entertainer. And my man used to be at Orchard Beach every weekend, and he had the biggest, loudest, clearest sound system that you could possibly <laughs> imagine somebody to be standing. Do you have any memories of going there and seeing the guy? <laughs> because... Most people who used to go to Orchard Beach back in the days, if you just mentioned to them, you know, that guy who was always there on the boardwalk with the big sound system, he entertains everybody. They're like, yeah, it, well, that, that's Mike Maletta. So big shout out to Mike Maletta. I'm so happy that he's on board with MiamiMikeRadio.com. Much respect to the man, and he's great at what he does. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah, don't know definitely. if I remember that. Um, I, it, I, I don't I don't know what's which section. It, it was a long time ago. I mean, you know, not everybody will remember it, but people who were regulars at Orchard Beach, everyone knows who Mike Maletta is. So big shout out to my man Mike. Well, so I guess I was um, I was going to ask you if you miss New York, but I guess that's a stupid question. <laughs> nah, yeah, not at all. I'll be honest. I mean. I miss my family, of course. I miss my all my friends. You know, I, I got some tight friends that I'm friends with since we're kids or teenagers, whatever, and to this day, we're all in our 40s, 50s, and we're still tight. That's you know, great. so I miss them. Yeah. And I still talk to them every day on a regular basis all the time. So even though I'm so far away, it's not like we lost that connection. Right. But I do miss being up there and doing things with them, seeing my two nephews, my sisters, my brother. I mean, my close friends... Jimmy Void, I know he hasn't really been on the group page in a long time. That's just because he's really not on Facebook. But that's my brother from another mother right there. Mm-hmm. We grew up together, you know what I mean? And to this day, we're still friends, you know what I mean? I called him earlier today, he's going to call me back. But whatever, he, you know, it's nice to have that connection with all those, those people. And that's the one thing that I do miss. I yeah. miss being with them, you know, all, all the time. Well, but other than that, nope, I don't miss New York not one bit, man. Well, I'm I, sick of the cold. I'm sick of the snow. It's a nice place to go up on a vacation, you know, Christmas time or whatever. But other than that, nah, I don't miss it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess, you know, what's hard, and I commend, uh, we have a, a couple of people, I, I know many people that kind of just uprooted and you know and moved and I gotta say like I give I give anybody that does that so much credit because it's not easy to do because you know it's everything you know even though you know you're you're maybe going to a, a, a better situation or a situation that you're looking forward to um you know, it's still difficult to to leave everything you know, you know, because when yeah. you grow up someplace and, you, you know, that's your core right there. So now you're going to a completely different state and, you know, maybe you're fortunate. I mean, nowadays it's a little bit different. I mean, I love like you when you were telling the story about Florida. I am the same. I was the same way. I mean, my grandparents lived in Florida since I was ten years old, and I used to go down all the time. I never want to come home. Um, I I, ne- I have a lot of family down there. I have best friends down there. Um, you know, and I, believe me, I, I I always said I wanted to move to Florida, but you know, it's difficult because I have a sick mom. You know, my and my I only have my dad, so like. You know, it's 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 tough to just say like you know, I mean, 
you know, you can't just leave. Sometimes you just can't leave everybody, you know? So it, it yeah. just becomes mm-hmm. a little, you know, tricky. But yeah, and some people it's harder for others, you know. So you know, if you you, you have kids, kids are still in school, or you got a really good job, and it's not a job that you could transfer, you know, out of state and work down there, whatever. So it's a lot harder for other people, and I appreciate you, uh, you know, saying how, how you really you're, you're happy to see people who could actually do that, who totally could pick up and go, totally, you know, and. I always felt the same way. I had a friend of mine, uh, Marlo, up in New York. He told me a story. We were talking about where he was from. He's from the neighborhood. But he, like, he picked up. He was in New York, went to North Carolina. He lived there. He lived in this other state, blah, blah, blah. My other friend, Paul, he one day just packed his stuff up and moved out to California. I'm like, you know what? Good for them. Yeah. You know, good for them. They were able to just get up and go like that. Yeah. You know, everything was you know well it worked well enough for them and they did it and they're happy my boy paul out in california he's the happiest man ever since he moved and you know what i said why should i let anything hold me back from doing it i'm lucky i i I was retired i wasn't tied down to a job because if i was still a cop obviously i wasn't going to leave the job right you know just because oh i'm sick of new york and i hate the neighborhood what it's turned into i wouldn't be able to like i said sometimes due to your career you can't just pick up and go, but I'm lucky I was retired and I just, I was so fed up with the cold, the snow and the neighborhood. Anybody who grew up in my neighborhood in Pelham Bay knows exactly what I'm talking about. It, it's, it's back in the days, um, everybody knew everybody. Even if they weren't at the same age as you, even if, if you never had a conversation, you still knew everybody in the neighborhood. You knew them by face. You recognized them. You knew they lived over there or whatever. You know what I mean? Or they're, they're related to this one. You know, now, you, I, I walk through the neighborhood, I, I, don't, I don't see a single soul that I know. No, not a single face that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And there's nothing but bad things going on. I hear about these, these people, that, these old ladies walk, walking down the block and getting mugged and everything, guys hitting them over the head and stealing their pocketbooks. Old ladies. I mean, things like that never happened in Pelham Bay. I'm not saying we were angels, you know, we, we did our thing. But, I mean, not like people were walking around with guns and, and, and put, put guns to other people's heads and, and stuff like, you know, trying to rob them and everything like they're doing now. I was just so done with that neighborhood and I was like, that's it, I, I'm out of here. The year before I moved down here, that was, I moved down here in 14. So back in 2013, we, we got hit with some huge storm up in New York. And my, I lived in my father's house and we had a huge driveway, the sidewalk, it was like four houses long. And it, I had a snowblower, just a real quick story. I had the snowblower, the thing worked fine. I used it all the time. It was practically brand new. We got this huge storm. We got like two feet of snow that year in 2013. I start up my snowblower. I walk out the garage with it. The second I got outside the garage, the engine died on me. <laughs> so long story short, I shoveled all that by, by hand, all that snow. And the next day, I was in so much pain, I'll never forget it. I seriously could not get out of bed. And I, I was struggling. I had to go to chiropractors. I had to do this, I had to do that. I said, you know what? This time next year, I'm going to be living in Florida. I'm done. I'm done with the cold. I'm done with the snow. I'm done with the neighborhood, what it's turned into. I'm out of here. And sure enough, 
the same time next year, just like I said, I live down in Florida. I'm the type that I, I don't procrastinate, I don't hold back. If there's something I want to do, I'm going to do it. Like your show, like you, I'm real. You know, I tell it like it is. I don't hold back from saying things, from doing things. I'm very respectful to everybody, you know, and I just keep it real, you know. Good for you. I mean, I, I know we have Mel Needy is on the feed, and, and she recently moved down to Florida as well. Um, you know, again, I just, you know, kudos. I mean, my, my cousin uh, years ago moved to Japan to go teach English, right? So wow. she went to another country where she didn't even speak the language. I would be crying in the airport. Like, I don't know which way to go. And she just like upped and went. No one spoke English. Mm-hmm. They spoke Japanese and I, she did it. And she and she stayed there for years. For years. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, but what an experience, you know, to go and live you know, like that. But, you know, I get, like I said, I give people a lot of credit because, you know, there are two things that happen, like what you just said. You just get so, you're done. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this again. And that gives you all of the ammunition you need to leave. And everything else doesn't matter, right? You say, I'll make new friends, I'll this, I'll that, I'm out, right? Um, so you get to that point where, or, you know, some people just are like that and they, they don't really, not that they don't have roots, but you know, they don't have roots and they just, you know, go and you know, it's, I give so much credit because, you know, it's not easy to just pick up and change everything that you know, but you know, guess what? I mean, to, to, for us in New York, I mean, don't get, I like the seasons, I just like them a little bit shorter. Like I like like a couple of days. Like I like a good snowstorm that is over. Like I get to stay home. Right. I get to stay home and bake cookies and feel like a fat fuck for like, you know, and my house smells good and I'm snuggled up in warm stuff and I'm good. And then it all melts by like the end. Because we've had those storms where all of a sudden it'll start raining and it washes away everything. And by the time you wake up in the morning, you don't even have to do nothing because the snow is all gone. That is a perfect snowstorm. But like, again, I'd like it to just happen like, you know, once or twice. And then we're done with it, you know. And like the seasons change. Like today, it's gross out. It's like um, wet and it was dreary and you know it was just yucky but then this weekend that just passed all of us new yorkers yeah, it was in the 60s up yes, there right it was actually like 60 70 degrees um and nice. yeah it was crazy and i mean so crazy that i was actually saturday night i didn't even go to the event at noma because my head was pounding so bad because my allergies and sinuses were going cuckoo because it's January and it's 70 degrees. So like, you know, uh, there was like no transition. There was no nothing. I felt like we went from, you know, winter to, you know, like spring to fall or whatever. And it was just like crazy. So, but yeah, we were out and it's funny because 
you know, my puppy has these long nails and she doesn't let me cut them. So we're like, we need her to run on the pavement. So they like file down. And so we took her to the park and my son ran with her like a lunatic for like two days. And now her nails are like really filed down. So I was like so grateful that we had that, you know, that weather that we could take advantage of because I was trying to figure out what to do with my dog's nails. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it definitely is good for the soul. I was really not feeling myself and Sunday my son was like come on mommy let's go to the park and I just wanted to crawl under the covers and you know call you know call it a day and it was like you know 11 o'clock in the morning and you know I pushed because when am I going to be able to go to the park uh, and walk around in a t-shirt again here for you know it's going to take a minute right so I yeah. did it, and I have to tell you, like, Saturday and Sunday, I think all of us New Yorkers, except for the ones I encountered today that were nasty, but for most of us New Yorkers, <laughs> I think... Nah, New York? I know, but I think we had, like, a little... <laughs> I Well, it's true, but no, I think we had a little bit of, like, a reprieve where everybody kind of felt like, you know, we took a deep breath because it felt great, you know, to, to be out in the world and enjoy. But, no, yeah, today... Yeah. Everywhere I went, like not everywhere, but it was, I mean, okay, I went to the post office. You might find it shocking that a postal worker, you know, wasn't nice. But um, I went to ask, you know, the the, the, the worker, you know, I, I needed to send something out. And, you know, I always get confused which box or which bag you're supposed to do for whatever. And, you know, so she's like, well, it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same price. You just put whatever in there. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure. And so then she kind of stopped herself and she was like, well, okay. And I was like, okay, you know, and I I went to do it. And then all of a sudden she's like, well, you know, I have the other boxes back here and her whole tone changed. And all of a sudden she was like accommodating. So I'm saying to myself, wow, that's interesting. So that was that. And then I go to the gym And I went to go use a machine that a person was not on. And when I went to put my bag down so I could get on the machine, he just walked Mm -hmm. over and like sat there. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. Were you you on this machine? He was like, "Uh, yeah, like, like, you know, like, like, first of all, like, don't dot me. Like, because you weren't on the machine. And now all of a sudden you are. And I was like, uh, okay, sorry, you know. And then he changed his attitude too. Like, what's the matter with you? Like I said, what is there, a full moon? Uh, You know, like what's going on? That everybody was like so snippy. And like, I hate that. I mean, even then just put headphones on and ignore people. You know what I mean? Like, don't be nasty. And and that was what I encountered earlier today. Speaking yeah, of yeah. New York and, and people, people, unfortunately, not everybody knows how to just simply be nice to other people. Hmm. You know, I mean, is it really a big deal for the man to say, oh, yeah, I am using it. But you know what? If you want to work in with me, after I'm done with my set, you jump on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, nah, the guy had to be rude like that and disrespectful the way that he spoke to you. Yeah, I, I he remember was a dick. when I was going to the gym, when somebody would come over to a machine that I was working on. First off, shame on me. If I'm not standing right there or sitting on the thing. If I'm using it, because I know what you're saying. You look at the thing, nobody's standing there, nobody's on the thing, but yet the guy standing 20 feet away all of a sudden walks over, oh, I'm using that. (laughs) 
well, you know what? Like one time that happened with me and I was like, all right, no problem. So you could jump on when I'm done with my set. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know? And this was an yeah. older, this was an older gentleman too. It wasn't like a testosterone, roid, rage yeah. type yeah. of a, uh, you know, it, it was. People, people are just so rude and disrespectful. It's, it's a shame. Not everybody, but it's a shame that there's so many people out there like that, you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, really, what does it take? The world would be such a better place if you're just simply nice to other people. You know what I mean? When you're having a bad day, you want to be around somebody that's going to be rude and disrespectful to you? Of course not, because it's going to make your day even worse than it is. Yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's such a big deal of being nice to somebody? You yeah. know what I mean? Well, You hold the door for somebody. You say, you say thank you. You know how many times I always, I'm always respectful to people. I walk into, into a place. I always turn around and make sure if there's somebody behind me, I hold the door for them. Yeah. You know, not for nothing, I'm being the gentleman that I am and I'm holding the door for you. It's kind of insulting to me that you can't just simply come in and say two words. Thank yeah. you. Agreed. So, you know, I, I look at people like that and without them saying anything, I look at them and I can tell, obviously, they're not saying thank you. I just look at them, I smile, and I say, you're welcome. Have I a nice do the night. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. It's true, but you know so, what? Sometimes instead of getting angry about it, that they that they, they don't know how to just simply be civilized human beings and, and kind to one another. I, I don't I don't get angry about it. I I just do that, and it gives me a, a laugh. I get a laugh out of it, you know. Some, you know what? I try to give people the benefit of the doubt because sometimes I'm in my own planet too. I, I have to say, um, where you know I don't even realize. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, really, sometimes like I am in my own planet, and and that's no matter yeah, I where hear what you're saying. And and it happens, but yeah. I'm at least cognitive enough, even while I'm I'm on planet whatever. You know, if someone's holding a door, you know, it, you say you don't even have to say two words, Steve. You could say one. You know, thanks. You know, um, you know, or, or something, even if they don't even use the word, they, they look at you and acknowledge it. But yeah, th I mean, I talk about this a lot on my show, a lot in my posts, you know, it, it doesn't, um, you know, kindness, you know, is, is so huge because you never know what someone else is going through. So you should always lead with kindness because, you know, there are, there are people that, you know, I had a guest on my show that said, you know, somebody held the door for me and, it, you know, it made me, um, it made my whole day, you know? And, and so you don't even realize that one kind word or one kind act that you do might be the difference between somebody going, fuck it, you know, like, and, or saying like, you know what? I still believe in humanity. I still believe in the good in people. So it, it, it gives you that much little bit more so that you can just hang on a little bit longer and get to the next minute. Because you know what? You don't know what someone else is going through. And so if you could just be kind to someone, Absolutely it could mean right. such a, a world of difference because no one knows. And, and you know, some people, they do because some people got to tell, you know, like you ask somebody how they are and all of a sudden, like it's 20 minutes later <laughs> and they haven't taken a breath because they're telling you everything that went on, you know, for the past like 40 years of their life. And you're looking at, you're looking and I'm like, holy shit. But sometimes people just need to talk and sometimes you just yeah. need to listen. But, you know, you, you don't know. And most people that are really going through something, they usually will keep their mouth shut. 
Uh, they'll appreciate whatever is being done. And then I always say everybody has a story. So if you yeah. start to talk to somebody, you know, nine times out of the 10, they're going to have a story for you. There's not many people that have gone through life and don't have a story. And those stories are like doozies. Like you're talking to someone and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I understand, you know, uh, you know, my, my, my son passed away, you know, a year ago. And then all of a sudden, like your jaw drops and you say to yourself, like, you know, and how can anybody complain about anything when this human has gone through this and they're still going strong? You know what I mean? So it, yeah. it's just important. I think I, I always encourage people to just lead with kindness because you never know what someone else is going through. And yeah, sometimes we have a bad day and sometimes you could be a little bit cranky, but catch yourself, right? I always say check yourself before you wreck yourself. Catch yourself. Sometimes, you know, we overreact. Sometimes we snap a little bit. So, you know, at that point, when I said something, let's even to the freaking postal person, you know, maybe, you know, like a quick, like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding or, you know, I'm sorry if I didn't explain that correctly. Something where, you know, like you're acknowledging the fact that, you know, maybe you shouldn't have been like a bitch, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, yep. I'm sorry, I lost you. You, you, you did, I went in on, I, see, I go on tangents. And <laughs> I go on a tangent and that was it. I just, I, sometimes I go, I can't help myself. I apologize. I'm back. Hi, everybody. Right. I, I, I've been rude. I've been cutting you off, D, like I'm doing now again. I've been rude. No. No. Keeping my mouth shut, let you talk. No, no, no. I know I'm teasing you. No, you guys are listening to Real Talk with Karen Stacy live on MiamiMikeRadio.com, and on the phone is DJ Simply Nice, and uh, he is from warm, sunny Florida. Uh, he was a New well, he is a New Yorker, but he's now a Floridian, but he moved out to Florida and left us here in this nasty drudgery. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but, um, all right. So now let me ask you a question. Um, like what is it? So I know what the climate is like here in New York. Um, and so many of our loyal listeners and followers, you know, a lot of us out there don't have your beautiful fairy tale romance that you are, you know, lively <laughs> living, which God bless you. Um, you. you know, what do you think about, you know, the, the climate, uh, out there in the dating world? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't need to do it no more. <laughs> well, no shit, Dick Tracy, but all right. So how yeah, long? I mean, it's, it's rough. It, it, it's rough because before, before I connected with my fiance, um, you know, it, it, it's it's hard to really connect with people. I mean, you know, like anywhere else, you got to be very open-minded, you got to be outgoing, you know, and, and I'm a very private, personal person, so it's not that easy for me to just go out, meet somebody, and open up and tell them, you know, yeah. talk about all personal, private things. Yeah. I mean, you could still go out, meet people, and just BS about whatever and have a good time, but, like, I don't know, because, you know, there's so many people down here from all over the world, not just the country, but all over the world, that it's hard to make a connection with somebody like I did. And why did I make that connection? 
because we're both from New York. We're right. both from the same neighborhood, that neighborhood that I was talking about before, that everybody knew each other. Right. It's not like that nowadays, not just here, anywhere. It's not like that in any place no more, I don't think. You know? Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you're, you're hanging out in the neighborhood and you go out and you run into somebody that you see all the time in the neighborhood. It's not like that down here. And Florida just keeps growing and growing and growing. They just keep building everywhere. I mean, the population is just building more and more every single day. So I think it's a little rough, but I think it's rough no matter where you are, you know, and nowadays at least, anyways. And how long know? How long are you guys together? Three years. Three years, okay. And now you, yeah. don't, you don't have any children, right, of your own? Me, no. I don't have no kids. I've never been married before, no. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so, I mean, so you were basically, so were you single before you met your fiancé? Like, I mean, yeah. not to be an idiot, yeah. I mean, obviously, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was single. I mean, I, I, I'm a loyal guy. I never cheated on a girl. I would never, I, I have the utmost respect for any person, any girl that I'm in a relationship with. I, I don't play games. I don't treat others the way I would want to be treated. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I was single, and it was just a, a, a friendly thing that we were getting together. Not not that I was doing anything wrong. She was doing anything wrong. She was single. I was single. And uh, everything just fell into place and, and worked out. I, I couldn't be happier the way it did. But I'm saying you know? before, uh, before that happened, were you out dating? Yeah, I mean, you know, go out here and there, but... When I left New York, I was in a relationship for a couple of years with this girl, and my heart was broken, and I went through that little phase in my life where I was like, that's it, I'm done, I'm yeah. going to stay single the rest of my life. Yeah. When I come down here, when, when I connected with Lisa, and I and we actually got in a serious relationship together, and I'd speak to friends up in New York, they would always uh, uh, laugh about it, and I'm like, what's so funny? They're like, yeah, I'm done, I'm staying single the rest of my life, and now look, you're in love. Yeah, well, that's why they say never say never, right? I say it all the time. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So true. Yeah, it's true. So wait, so, I got it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was going out here and there, you know, going on dates here and there. But the dates that I went on, the, the women that I met, I, 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 there, was, there was no connection there. Right. You know? So n- n- none of those dates or whatnot really led to anything. And now how did you, you know, meet those I, women? Uh, just... Did you do, like, dating sites or anything, or just being out? No, just being out. Just being out, you know? I mean, you you could meet anybody anyplace, just walking through a supermarket, you know? I'm I'm very kind, respectful of people, excuse me, thank you, hi, how you doing? You know, it's not difficult to start a conversation with somebody. Well... And you're just nice, and... You know, if you have a personality, it's not difficult to conversate, start a conversation with somebody. But if you don't, yeah. there are a lot of people that don't feel comfortable doing that. I mean, think about even just going out, you know, um, it, it, just to make that initial connection with somebody, yeah. you know, like to say hello for a guy to, you know, it's so different now. When we were younger, 
you know, guys used to just send you over a drink or even girls. I used to send a guy over a drink from across the room and, and all of a sudden you're backed up and everybody like what this is from, you know, the guy in the corner and you're like, oh, thank you. I mean, it's not it, the world is not like that anymore at all. Yeah. Um, you know, nah, things have changed. It's very, yep. very different. And that's why I talk about it a lot on the show. We talk about dating a lot. I had the, the dating coach on last week and I'm probably going to, yeah. you know, have her back on again. You know, I talk about it a lot because it's just the climate, um, you know, out there. And I think so many of us are just like, I don't know, treading water or drowning. I don't even know what the, you know, I mean, and it's true. Like what you just said, you know, you get to the point where you're like, that's it, you know, I'm done. And so many of us in our age group are like that because we're all self-sufficient now. So what do we need to deal yeah. with bullshit for? All right, you don't want to yeah. see me? All right, I'm going to bed. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just such a different, uh, it, it's very different out there. The climate is insane. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, I don't, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, you try to make the best of it, but <laughs> I'm not sure how they'll, yeah. that's why you got to drink heavily because it, there's really no, <laughs> no way to cushion that fall. <laughs> yeah. Only one problem. I'm not a drinker. <laughs> ah, there you go. Well, there's no problem. You got I, I it. I don't do the going out to bars and hey, do me a favor. Send the girl at the end of the bar that I don't do that. <laughs> okay. And I'm not, I was never one into like these dating websites and stuff like that. I, I was just always like, if, if there's somebody out, out there that, that's meant to be with me, that I'm meant to be with, then no matter who it is, no I matter agree. where it is, somehow we'll connect. I we'll agree. Meet and we'll connect. I agree. You know, so I wasn't the type that was going out like, oh, I want to go out and meet a girl tonight. I, I, I way past all that. You right. know what I mean? Right. I just did my thing. And if I happen to meet somebody along my journey in life, hey, you know, give it a shot and see what what will come out of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got to ask you a, a, an important question. How so, did you propose? Uh, well, it was her birthday and we went out for like a, like a lunch. I took them out to uh, her and her two kids, her son and her daughter. I, like I said, I call them kids, but they're adults, 20, 23 years old. Well, they're her kids. uh, I took Lisa, her kids and Lisa's mother. So the five of us went out, uh, for, for Lisa's birthday on her birthday and I took them to the first Italian restaurant that I mentioned earlier. Mario's, the first date that me and Lisa went on. Uh-huh. I, yeah, so we went to that first, to that restaurant that we went on our first date together. I figured, what better place for me to do it than the place oh, that we cute. first met? Because I, 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 had, I had the thought in mind for a couple months, and I, I made the decision that I was going to do it because I truly believe that we were meant to be with each other. So I made that decision that I was ready to make that commitment. And I figured, what better place than where we first met? That's and very what cute. better time to do it than on her birthday? And what better people to do it with than her kids and her mother? You Absolutely. know what I mean? So I had told her son um, before we went out, I kind of like just said to him all over in the house, I was like, hey, Danny, do me a favor. I said, at the restaurant, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask to take pictures and all. Maybe, maybe we'll all get up and take pictures standing up. But when we do that and we finish taking the pictures, do me a favor. I just want to have a video of me and your mother. So take your camera and just start videoing us if you don't mind. And he didn't think nothing of it. 
You know, he really didn't. And I'm glad he didn't. It's not like he had a question mark look on his face, like, well, why do you want me to do that? Right, 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 right. It was just like, yeah, it was just a simple, okay, sure, no problem. Uh Uh-huh. You know? So we were eating, we finished eating, and then, you know, at one point, I kind of gave the waitress a little heads up, too, about it, what I was going to do, because I didn't want it to be, like, a big surprise, like, oh, crap, this guy's proposing to this lady over here. (laughs) So I, I let her know, and, you know, then... I, I, when we were finished eating, I did exactly what I said to our son. I was like, hey, do me a favor. Would you mind taking a picture of us sitting at the table? Yeah, I said, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind, how about we all get up? Let's take a picture standing up. So they were all okay with it. We stood up. We're taking pictures. And then they start. everybody starts walking back to the table. But I'm standing. I said, wait, Lisa, wait, wait a second. And I looked at her son, and her son was standing there. Sure enough, he didn't forget. Thank God, I'm glad. He had his phone in his hand. And I looked at him. I, I said, Danny, we're good? I was, yeah, we're good. I was like, all right. So I held my girlfriend's hand. I, I, I put my hand on her face. And I tell her the same thing that I always tell her, how much I love her, how much, I mean to, how much she means to me, and how much I really want to spend the rest of my life with her. So I say it, I say it very often to her because I really mean it. So as I'm saying it to her, if you watch the video, and she's just like, I, I know, Steve, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, I know, you tell me this all the time, I know. And then I hug her, and as I hug her, I'm reaching in my pocket, and I pull out the little box, and I just get down on both of my knees. And she was blown away. She had absolutely no idea. She truthfully says that she really had no idea whatsoever that I was going to do it. Her, her two kids said that uh, lately, prior to that, they said her daughter was like, I don't know why, but lately I've been having a feeling that you were going to propose to my mom. Huh. <laughs> but I guess somehow, some way, they picked up that feeling from huh. me. I don't know. Maybe it was a little obvious, you could say. But it, it all worked out great. She broke down. I broke down. It, it, it was a beautiful afternoon. Like I said, it was her birthday. We were with, like, three uh, extremely important people to her, her kids and her mother. Um, and it couldn't have been better. It really could not have been better. It That's worked so out great. Awesome. And I'm so happy that we have pictures, we have the video, and I'm extremely happy, and I'm so looking forward to our big day. I cannot wait. That is, I mean, congratulations again. And, you know, it's awesome okay, to hear, you. you know, just to hear that that story because you know as i said we talk about so much dysfunctional shit that goes on in the in the dating world these days and you know just the fact that you were so um you know planned out with everything to the point where you made sure that her you know her son was going to video it you you gave the waitress a heads up i mean you really you know, thought of everything, um, you know, to, to make the, the evening perfect. And I, you know, that's, that's a great, that's amazing because a lot of nobody, I don't know. And I don't want to say nobody. I don't want to sound like that, but you don't hear that, um, a lot. And just the way that you were speaking about her earlier when, when you were talking about it and stuff, you know, a, a lot of people don't live that way anymore. And it's nice to hear it. I'm kind of like a, a hopeless romantic and, you know, I believe in a fairy tale. So, you know, you told us a fairy tale and you wrote it yourself. So I think that's pretty freaking awesome. And, you know, sometimes, like you said, you just gotta, you know, it'll happen, right? So I know you you said you haven't been married or anything. And, you know, now you're embarking on a, a new, um, 
life, right? I mean, you've created a new life for yourself since you went down to Florida, but now you're really going to start like, you know, the next chapter and it's pretty freaking cool. I'm excited for you. Uh, or not. <laughs> what happened to him? Did I lose him? Where are you, Steve? Steve? Testing, testing. Is this mic working? What happened? I said too much. <laughs> what happened to you, Steve? We can't hear you. Did you press the mute button by mistake, maybe? Um... Because you're not there. Either that or um, you didn't like my storybook romance um, stuff. Where are you, Steve? You're still connected. I can see you. But I can't hear you. Uh-oh. See, we got to go again with my testing. Testing. Is this mic working? All right. We lost Steve. He, he was just so engulfed in love that we lost him oh and now it completely cut off. Oh, here we go okay well here he is again uh okay are you there yes yeah, can you hear me yeah what happened I don't know. I, I I heard you, and then I started talking, and you're like, "Hello, are you there?" <laughs> Hello. I'm, my phone. I'm like, did I accidentally hit the mute button or something? I'm like, I don't know. These phones. I have no idea what happened there, but I, I apologize. I'm sorry about no, that. No, don't be sorry. I was wondering, uh, you know, what happened because uh, we did. We lost you there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It was just Don't be a, sorry. Just a bad connection because I was able to hear you, but you couldn't hear me. So uh, I apologize. Sorry no, I that. thought I scared you away. <laughs> nah, not at all, Carolyn. Never. Don't say that. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. But we are. We... I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm extremely happy and honored that you asked me to be on your show. Likewise. Likewise, I'm glad that we did this and, you know, for you being so open and sharing, uh, I know you're a, a private guy, so thank you for, you know, sharing a little bit of your, uh, personal life there with us. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question too. What is something that most people do not know about you? Although we just learned a thousand things, but what would you say <laughs> most people don't know about you? Uh, hmm. I know it's it's a stump. Uh, it's kind of personal, a little too personal for me to answer. Is it? Oh boy! And cut. <laughs> I'm kidding. I guess like I never openly mentioned the fact that I was a police officer that I'm retired. Okay. You know that's something that I kind of keep to myself, but you know I'm comfortable with you and everybody out there, and I appreciate everybody being so loyal to me on the station with everything that I do that I feel comfortable enough to, you know, discuss it a little bit without getting too deep into it. But that, that would be the one thing I would say that not many people do know about me. Well, we know? appreciate you. Thank you for sharing that. And it's pretty, uh, you know, that's pretty amazing. Like I said, you have so many accolades, you know, behind your name, you know, you could, uh, you know, arrest somebody, <laughs> uh, fix their house, <laughs> give them heat, uh, you know, redecorate. <laughs> So, you know, you got a lot going on there. God bless. All right. So he has one more question for you. So as a DJ, what is, I know you said you like to, you know, play a lot of different genres and everything else, but what is like your favorite thing to play? 
Like your, you know, what's your favorite? If I said to you, Steve, just play what you want. What would you go? What's your go-to? Uh, I'm a really big remix guy. I love remix. I'm, a, I'm I love classic songs, classic beauty, music from the seventies, eighties. And to hear some of the remixes that, that DJs out there, some producers out there put together just absolutely amazes me. Like a lot of the, the rock and roll um, remixes that I have, these are old classic rock and roll songs. Metallica, um, uh, yeah, you Guns had Roses, Nirvana the, the today. On and on. Right, you had Nirvana, Nirvana today. Yeah. Who I absolutely love. Yep. I always love Nirvana. Yep. But I can't really say that I have one specific genre of music that's like really my favorite. But when it comes to mixing, I'm more of an upbeat guy. I like the I like the house music, but the mainstream like the mainstream clubhouse music. Okay. You know what I mean? And again, I'm really big into remixes. I love the upbeat songs that really originally were not upbeat songs. Okay. You know, it just gives people really nice memories, brings back memories, and they're like at the same time, they're like, Wow, this is so friggin' cool because it's an old song. But it's been like updated right. in a way that you feel like you're you're so into like the present time and not the past, even though the past is there because you had the original song in that remix. Right, that's true. You know, so like you know that heavy fist pumping music, I I could mix that stuff all day long. Okay, you know, I love hip hop. Yes, I do. I love to DJ. It is is it my favorite to to mix? No. Reggae? Yeah, I love reggae. Reggaeton, I could mix reggaeton all, all day, you know? But I guess if you really wanted to know my favorite to actually work with would be like that fist pumping club music, you know? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and like you said, those remixes, that's, you know, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to turn, you know, take a song and turn it into basically something mm-hmm. else, but while it's still what it is. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's I cool. love putting together things that just pop into my head. Like um, some some of some of the people out there, I'm sure have heard it. Is I I come up with these ideas one day. One day I'm thinking about, you know, I sit something together with a comedian, some kind of act, a, a stand up comedy that that one of these artists did years ago, or whatever. So I thought of Eddie Murphy, and I put together this remix of Eddie Murphy with. Uh, um, talking about the, the ice cream man when Mr. Softy came around in town. <laughs> I got my ice cream and you can't have none because your mother's on the welfare. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love to come up with different ideas that just will make people like, holy crap, listen to what he's playing. Yeah, yeah. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So like behind this really hot, dope house music beat, that I put together myself, I, I downloaded um, so, some bits from Eddie Murphy's stand-up comedy era from back then. And I also did the same thing with, oh, who was the other one? Uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, anyway, another comedian that did a stand-up comedy. I made this really dope remix, and there's, there's one of his um, sets from one of his stand-up shows that he did. And 
you know, I just love to put together things that nobody heard before, nobody thought of before. And then when people hear it, they're like, holy crap, where did you get that? That's cool. And the best is when I tell them that I actually made it myself. They're like, holy shit, where'd you get that idea from? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Which is a great idea. And that's just, and, and, and it's, that's what is, that creativity, you know, and, and that's the beautiful thing about, you know, any type of entertainment or entertainer is that you, only you can bring that uniqueness to the table. So when somebody listens to you as a DJ and you're amazing in your own way, and then someone listens to another DJ and they're amazing in their own way, you know, that's what the beautiful thing about like variety is the spice of life, right? So, you know, you, for you to have that, that's an amazing, that like, that's so cool. I love, like, I'd like to hear that, that, that is awesome that you thought so far out of the box to do that. And it's not like the easiest thing in the world to do because you got to put that music together. Then you got to make the sound bites to do the voiceover and everything. So, you know, that's, that's time consuming and certainly expertise because you have to mix it all together. So it doesn't sound like what I would make it sound like where the, the needle fell on the record and, you know, you know, so, um, you know, and, and that's just, that's what brings so much life to the table, which is why, you know, finding, if you're having an event or something, finding the right DJ that fits you is such a perfect, you know, that's going to be the make or break for the, um, for the event. Like, you know, on Saturday, yeah, absolutely. you know, Hamilton absolutely. is the, the 80s guy. So, uh, you know, I mean, obviously I'm blessed to have so many DJs to, to choose from that are all talented, but that's Hamilton's thing. He's the 80s man. So I was like, when I said, you know, I have to do this a specific way and I, in, in this genre, I, I reached out to Hamilton. I was like, you are the perfect person, you know, for this. So, you know, everybody has their, um, you know, obviously everybody, comp- all DJ, not all DJs, but a lot of our DJs, like you said, can play anything and everything, but everybody has their own little niche um, of what they're comfortable with and what makes their heart pound. Right. So your heart was just like pounding loud when you were just talking about doing that little remix with the with the 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 comedy over it. That's that's awesome. Thank you. I'd like to hear that. Like you said, everybody, everybody has their own way of DJing and their own way of doing things. They enjoy doing specific things. They have a certain type of genre of music that they really love to mix. And that's not only what they play, but majority of what they play. You know, and I'm the type that I just like, I'm the opposite. I like to mix it up. I like to mix everything because like I said earlier, I want to please as many people as I can, not just the people who like house music, not just the people who like freestyle and so on and so on and so on. I want to play a little bit of all of it during my set so that way everybody out there who likes the different genres of music are going to get some type of enjoyment during my set by hearing what they enjoy. Sounds you know, that's my, that's my thing when I DJ. Yeah. I want to please as many people as I can when I'm on, on the mix. Yeah, no. And, and you know what? It's, it's all good. And it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, um, um, like I said, when I heard your set earlier, I was on fire listening to it. It definitely helped to pump me up and, you know, get me moving. 
Uh, so good. I'm glad. See, and that that's what I like. I love to hear that because people call me so many times and they're like, Steve, honestly, I was so down today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when I turned on the Tuesday afternoon lunchtime mix, yeah. they're like, bro, I forgot about all that stress, all the shit that I, excuse me, I'm sorry, all the crap I was thinking about that was really stressing me out today. Once I started listening to your mix, I forgot about everything. I wasn't exactly. thinking about nothing. I wasn't stressing nothing no more. Exactly. And that's what makes me so happy when I hear those types of things from people that follow me on MiamiMikeRadio.com, on YouTube, on MixCloud, on SoundCloud, because I got a channel on every single one of those websites. Okay. And I also want to thank everybody who follows me, who subscribes to my page on YouTube, because I have a DJ Simply Nice channel on there. Okay. And I have quite a few quite a few remixes and mashups and little mini mixes that I put together. I looked on there the other day, and there's this little reggae mix that I put together. It's just three songs. Uh, Beanie Man, Sean Paul, and uh, who was the other one? Well, whatever. Um, I, I looked it up. I was going through the videos that I have on there, and that one video has over 28,000 views. Wow. I, like, bugged out. I could not believe it. I mean, I know I had some on there that uh, 1,000, 3,000, whatever, and I knew I had one that had 11,000 views. But when I saw that reggae mix and it had over 28,000 views, I like, my heart stopped. And I want everybody to know how thankful I am to every single one of them who always go on YouTube, who listen to my... My, my videos on my channel. I cannot thank you enough, and I don't. I want you all to know that I don't take it for granted that every single one of you support me out there and you follow my music, you follow my work, and I just want to thank every single one of you from the bottom of my heart for that. Because words can't express how much that means to me. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, and and that's you know, and and it. I I you know, I definitely second that. Um, you know, because it, like we were saying earlier, you know, when when you know that something, when you know that something you did um, positively affected someone else, um, yeah. you know, it, it just does something for your soul. Um, you know, obviously, Absolutely. you know, we we don't do things, you know, for that reason, but we do share our hearts with with others, and it feels good when you know that, you know, it was received, well-received. And And, and appreciated, too, by others, you know, that they appreciate your your work and what you do. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. And you know what? For anybody that is listening out there on Miami Mike Radio or tuned in on uh, Facebook Live, um, you know, supporting our pages definitely um helps support us and we greatly appreciate that because without you we would have no one to perform for to play for to entertain so um that being said steve you just go over one more time where they can find you if they want to listen to your music when you're not playing live on the radio well, I have, I have a channel on YouTube, so everybody tuned in, please go on YouTube, type in DJ Simply Nice, and subscribe to my page. I want to see another 100 people subscribe to my page tomorrow morning when I look at it. So please do so. You can find me on YouTube. You could also find me on Mixcloud. On Mixcloud is where I basically post just about all of my recorded sets from MiamiMikeRadio.com. So if you missed my Friday night set or my Tuesday afternoon set, 
You can always go on Mixcloud, put in DJ Simply Nice, click follow me, and you can listen to any set that you would like to, you know? I also have a channel on SoundCloud where you can follow me on SoundCloud. I don't do too much on SoundCloud because they're kind of strict with the whole copyright issue. So it's been a long time since I posted something on there. So primarily, I would say you could follow me on SoundCloud, uh, excuse me, Mixcloud and YouTube. And of course... MiamiMikeRadio.com and on uh, Facebook. Right. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not on Instagram. I don't do Instagram, so you won't find me on there. But Facebook, uh, um, YouTube, and Mixcloud. Well, on Instagram, you're not going to hear your music anyway. So uh, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. that's just a social media thing. And yeah. So yes. and and while you guys are subscribing to and and we want everybody to start subscribing. While you guys are subscribing to or after you subscribe to DJ Simply Nice, um, you know, I'd like you guys to do the same thing. Uh, I have my whenever I do my shows and I record them, I put them on my podcast and there isn't probably a place that you won't be able to find me. Um, I actually just, I was, I texted you, Steve, earlier. I am new. I have uh, the, so the TuneIn app, which is what you are able to listen to MiamiMikeRadio.com on my podcast is now on there as well. So when you go to TuneIn, you have to do favorite MiamiMikeRadio.com and then go to Real Talk with Karen Stacy and favorite that. Um, and basically, I have like every other platform, uh, Real Talk with Karen Stacy, Spotify, Google Play, um, uh, Anchor, Podbean, iTunes, um, I, I, I don't even, I'm probably missing, um, ones, I, YouTube. So, you know, if you guys, you know, are out there and support and you can hit those like buttons and follow buttons for all of us, it's, you know, the more people we have following us, the more people that are behind us, the more we want to do. Right. And, uh, absolutely get the word out there. So, um, I have a channel. I'm sorry to cut you off. You have a channel on YouTube, Karen? I do. It's not, I don't do um, the, it, it, I usually like the podcast was getting uploaded to that, but now there was okay. some kind of a something that happened. I had a few things on there, um, but like video wise, but not really because I do the videos on Facebook Live as well. So if I was tech yeah. savvy, I would be able, I would save them and upload them to Facebook, I mean to uh, um, YouTube, but I'm not that fancy. So I tried, somebody tried to teach me and I heard like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so I kind of screwed that up. But yeah, I, so I do have a YouTube well, you, channel. You do have a channel though. Yeah. So when I make the, the Karen Stacy uh, remix that I'm going to put together, if you give me your vocals, <laughs> yeah. you could put it on, on your YouTube channel and see okay. how many views you get. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I'll th- actually, I'll throw it on my YouTube channel also. Sounds <laughs> good. We'll see how many views we get combined. Sounds good. <laughs> Why not? Let's go. Well, now, cool. so now tell everybody when you play on the station live. Every Tuesday afternoon, I have the Tuesday afternoon lunchtime mix. Begins at one o'clock until three o'clock. As many people know, sometimes I'll start at twelve thirty instead of one. Sometimes I play until four instead of three. But technically, I play one o'clock until three o'clock every Tuesday afternoon. The Tuesday afternoon lunchtime mix. 
Then I also do each and every Friday night. We just started a new program that we're doing um, on Friday night. It's called uh, Hypnotic Fridays on MiamiMicRadio.com with DJ Simply Nights Mixing Live. So you definitely want to catch that. It's going to be every Friday night. It's all new beginning at 9 o'clock until midnight. And, of course, as always, a lot of times I'll keep it going until 1 o'clock in the morning or whenever. Because big shout-out to Miami Mike. He's so kind to me, and he really gives me the freedom to basically go on. As long as, of course, he says it all the time, make sure nobody else is playing. As long as nobody else is on live, he gives me that free freedom to basically go on whenever I want. So after my set on Tuesday afternoon, for example, nobody comes on until you do at 7 o'clock. So we just have the random playlist going all afternoon. Correct. So he had told me a long time ago, he was like, Steve, you can play until 6, 7 o'clock if you want. Just make sure, of course, you stop before Karen begins. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So um, so I do have those two sets every Tuesday afternoon and every Friday night. And like you said earlier, Karen, I do surprise pop-up mixes all throughout the week, different days, different times. It's just a matter of, you know, if I, if I just feel like entertaining, if I feel like messing around with music, what better than entertaining thousands and thousands of our loyal listeners out there um, than just doing it just for my own pleasure. I like to entertain, you know, as many people as I can. So I make sure nobody's on the station, nobody's got any talk show or any mix going on, and as long as nobody's got nothing on and I'm, I got some free time on my hands, I jump on. And I, you can make sure everybody out there, make sure you join the group page, Miami Mike Radio Live on Facebook, because that's where not just myself, all the DJs, that's where we post up whenever we're doing a show, whether it's a show that we have scheduled or we have a surprise, we decide to do a surprise pop-up mix. I'm not the only one. Other DJs on the station do it as well. So you got to be a member. You got to make sure you join the group page, Miami Mike Radio Live, so that way you could stay in tune with all of that. You could join us every time one of us get on station. Absolutely. It sounds good to me. And yeah, we do have a lot of um, great people on the station. Um, So for instance, on Mondays, right, we have the Tech House with DJ Luke, right, at 12 o'clock? Yeah, big shout out to Luke G. He is a phenomenal DJ. He does Tech House Mondays. And I got to say, I listen to him almost every single week, as long as I'm able to, of course. If I'm able to tune in, I'm tuned into his show because he's phenomenal. He really is. I don't think he gets enough credit for as good of a DJ as he actually and, is. And, and so a big great shout guy. Out to Luke Jay. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, we have the ride home with uh, with DJ Paulie, the Portuguese prince, and and Zana, right at six p.m. Yeah. And congratulations to Paulie and yes. Anna because they're now engaged Gage. as well. Yeah. So big shout out to the two of them. Yeah. I'm extremely happy for them. They're two great people. Paulie's the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when I met him. It was like we knew each other forever. Mm-hmm. You know, Donna's a sweetheart as yep. well. It was very nice to meet her too. So great people. Yes, you definitely want to catch their show every Monday night. Yes, and then we're waiting <laughs> for Rob Mush to come back for uh, Mind Candy Mondays. Uh, we wish him a speedy recovery, and we can't wait for him to come back to the station. Yes, big shout out to Rob Machado. What's up, Rob? Yes. And then, of course, you know, Tuesdays, again, you got, we got double trouble, right? We got, uh, <laughs> we got double trouble. We got uh, uh, DJ Simply Nice at noon, or one o'clock, rather. 
And then we got Real Talk with Karen Stacy at 8 p.m. So that's Tuesdays. And then Wednesdays is the Mayhem Loyal Listener Show uh, with Hamilton Czar. Happy birthday! And May May at 8 yep. p.m. Right? And then Thursdays, we have the Traffic Jam with uh, DJ Michael Anthony at 4 p.m. Um... Let's see. That was Thursdays. Yes. So, and now Fridays, we have your new show, right? Hypnotic Fridays. Mm-hmm. I yep. thought I lost you again. Okay. And then uh, Saturdays, are we DJ Gazi at 8 o'clock? Uh, yes, I believe that's the time Gazi comes on. We're leaving somebody out. Again, big shout out to Mike Maletta. Oh, Mike. Mike I'm Maletta, sorry. Does, I knew I, uh, I left something out. Yeah, what what days he do Sunday? Every Sunday he plays. Well, I didn't get there yet. Noon. I'm only listen. I'm only on. I'm on Friday. Then we went to Saturday. We didn't get to Sunday yet. I wasn't done. I'm sorry. My I bad. wasn't My done. Bad. I apologize. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't forget. I have it all here. I was right next to it. <laughs> So yes, on Sundays, I had, you don't mess up my days. You know, I need like the underwear that says, you know, Sunday, Monday, (laughs) Tuesday, Wednesday. So you know what day it is. But yes. And then on Sundays, as, uh, as Steve just said, we have the, he does classic mix, right? On Sundays from 12 to 2, Mike Malata. Yeah. 12 to 3. 12 to 3. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and he, you, you did actually leave him out. He, he, like me, uh, he actually has two slots on MiamiMikeRadio.com. He does Sundays from 12 until 3, and he also does do Wednesdays, the same day as the Mayhem Loyalist in the yeah, radio show. Yeah, you know, show. I knew he, it's, it, it sounded like I was forgetting something on Wednesday. Yeah, You're right. He, he, does, he does both. He does Sundays sorry, and yes, Wednesdays. Sorry, yes, the classics Wednesdays. from 5 to 7. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. See what so happens. Definitely big shout out to Mike Letta. He's great people right there, Mike. Yes. Well, big shout out to everybody. I want to thank you, um, everybody out there that's been listening to the show this evening. Um, I want to thank you, Steve, for being an amazing guest for pre-gaming and playing some banging music before we started yapping it up um and sharing you know your proposal and you know some of your top secret information (laughs) with everything but um i hope that one day uh i'm either in florida or you're in new york and you know we'll we'll get it together and we'll do a show together live maybe you could do music while i talk i don't know we'll figure it out (laughs) yeah no we could definitely put together a nice show with, with each other so yeah that would be awesome like you said either one time one trip that I have when I come up there, we'll do it. Or whenever you come down here, please feel free. Give me a shout. We'll get together. And hey, we could do a surprise pop-up mix. <laughs> That's it. Listen, it's all, why not? Let's all, let's surprise and let's get it going. But I want to thank yeah. you again for um, you being such an awesome guest. And congratulations again on your engagement. And, um, you know, I mean, listen, peace, love, and peace, love, and music, right? That's what you say. Peace, love, yeah, and music. I say peace, love, and go fuck yourself. But, you know, that's a completely different uh, 
<laughs> different story. We're all good. It's all good. But yeah. yes, peace and love to everybody. Sending you all love and light. We love you. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for your support. We thank you for listening. Just because we did not comment on any of the comments on the feed, please understand that, you know, this was about me and, and Steve talking. So unfortunately, I did not zoom in on the comments, but we know you're there and we will read them and we appreciate you uh, taking part in the show. And, and please understand that, you know, while we're, you know, talking, it's a little bit difficult to respond. But a big shout out to everybody that's listening. Love you all. Saturday night, I will be at Noma with Hamilton Czar. I am doing a tribute to my brother's life. Um, if you want to come down and give me a hug, that would be very wonderful and appreciated. Next Tuesday night, uh, birthday girl, Miss Lisa Lisa, tomorrow night. Uh, I mean, tomorrow is her birthday. And next Tuesday, she's going to be on our show. And uh, we have a pregame coming next week with DJ Simply Nice. We're going to do a little freestyle something something before the show to warm you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys all for tuning in. Much love. We're going to sign off. And uh, before we go, if you don't mind, I just yes. like to give a few shout outs. Sure. If that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Just so many people showing so much love and support for me, for you, for the station. And I want everybody to know that I don't take, I take it for granted. I extremely thankful to all of you uh, with the reactions, with the comments all the time when I'm doing my set, when Karen's playing, all the DJs. So I want to say a big thank you to, first off, my girl Lisa for put, putting up with me, for always working on music, not just on the station, but even when I'm not on the station, it's like I'm constantly working on music. So big thank you and shout out to my fiance, Lisa. Shout out to Anthony Mangini. My man, thank you so much. When I first started on the station, my first set was uh, Miami Mike and Anthony over at Anthony's house for his four-year anniversary. I remember so that. So I, I can't thank, yeah, that, that was a night that I'll never forget. And yep. I cannot thank Anthony enough for inviting me over to his house and partaking in that big four-year anniversary of his that we had. So big shout-out to Anthony Mangini, Gina Marie Russo-Kozar. She's always uh, tagging everybody on my post. So, Jean Marie, thank you, thank you, thank you. Rob McCabe, my man, thank you so much for everything. Jennifer Lynn, thank you. Rochelle, thank you. Christine, Leslie Ann, Hanny, again, happy birthday. Roger Guzman, Mel Nitty, uh, God, there's so many people. Um, Josephine, uh, oh God, there's so many people. I don't want to leave names out. Well, that's um, why I, I did a general, you know, thank you to everybody, um, you know, that that was, you know, tuned in and, and let them yeah. know it is a little difficult. I know it's a little different when you're mixing the music because you have time in between sometimes, but on a live talk show, it's a little difficult to, um, you know, to, to chime in and, and, and respond to everybody's comments. So, um, yeah. you know, we, we, like I said, we appreciate it and we know that you're there and, and, you know, we don't want to leave anyone's names out because everyone is so important yeah. to us. Yeah. Every single one of you, Bill Cole, Ruben Casado, me and Ruben were friends when we were kids and we still are to this day. Again, I, I'm not going to keep going with it. But because I, I feel bad, I don't want to leave all these different people out. But every single one of you out there, 
thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you, Karen. I'm honored. Once again, last thing that you asked me to be on your show. So I'm extremely honored and thankful to you for having me tonight. The pleasure and honor was mine indeed. Well, I hope you have a, a, a great night. You're like me and it's past your bedtime, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear ya. All right. Well, I hope you have a great night and thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you guys. Thank you, Karen. Talk to you later. Ciao, ciao. Bye, everyone. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> All right, I am signing off of Miami Mike Radio. And